0: Hey, this is Insane Shane, and you're listening to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
1: This is Steve Bowtie Bryant here. Back in the 90s, I was a pro wrestling photographer for the South. And I
0: released what might have been one of the original sets of indie Trading Cards. I ran across some of these original sets, they were up in Randall Fanning's attic all this time. PG-13, Rookie Card, Ricky Morton, George Weingroff as the Sheep, Chris Champion, Reno Riggins, Billy Montana, Gary Valiant, The Scorpion, The Medic, Rick Reynolds, Jeff Daniels, Mephisto and Dante, Ben Jordan, Steve Neely, Marcus Woodrow, Clinton Charisma, Little farmer john if you'd like an opportunity to get these cards, contact me now you can get them for
2: only 49.99 contact me is steve bowtie bryant at icloud.com get your set now while supplies last
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome to give me back
0: my pro wrestling
3: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one more time to the Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling Podcast. And I'm here as always with my brother from the same father and mother, Jared, the Plastic Chic Street. What's up, brother? How you doing today?
1: Man, I'm just uh, ready to have another killer podcast. You know, we've had some great ones lately, you know, Doug Markham and Gator McAllister, man. It, it, those are those are doing well. And man, it just seems like we're we're hitting, uh, we're hitting on all cylinders with these recent ones. It's, it's great to see that, you know, all the hard work I know you put into it pays off for that as far as listeners go. And maybe we can get some uh, higher like YouTube viewerships. Uh, we're always looking for more subscribers on YouTube, uh, us and the Wolfie D Show. Uh, Oh, yeah. That's a chain around my neck, brother. (laughs) And, you know, you put in a lot of hard work. It'd be nice to see it uh, get a little further on some of the platforms and stuff like that. So,
3: Yeah, man, definitely. And I appreciate you saying that. But, you know, we'll get there at least one day before we decide to quit. (laughs) No, just kidding. But seriously, you know, the Doug Markham show is number five all-time now, and Gator is number seven, and then Kroll and Plunky happened between those two. You know, we snuck in a Stories Across the Street show there, and yeah, so all of our recent shows have really done really well and jumped up into the top ten list, which, you know, maybe we talk too much about the top ten, but, it, you know, it's something that's important to us. We love to see what we're doing, and we love to see the listeners respond to the shows that we're putting out there. You know, speaking of the YouTube, y'all, GMBMPWGO. Over there and support us. Uh, we love that. We definitely appreciate that. You know, one thing I will say though is we kind of put out some stuff there, some feelers and stuff about maybe what I could call those special bonus episodes where guys come on and tell extended stories. And you know, it's usually just about one topic. And I think we've decided on calling it stories from across the street. So give me back across my progress. The yeah, you say it street, but it's spelled street. It's, you know, it's a
4: thing. So you.
3: anyway, but yeah, long story short, we're, we're kind of decided on that. So you may be seeing more story from across the street. It's just something fun we're trying to do here to kind of continue to entertain the masses that you all are kind of keep entertaining you all so thank you once again for tuning in today you know i will say this one looks like it's going to be a fun one i'm i'm excited you know we're gonna we're gonna bring insane shane martin on today to talk about wcw galoob we're even gonna take the plastic sheet off the card let him breathe and actually we're gonna let him take over the show today what do you think about that
1: man that'd be good we hadn't heard much from the chic in a while it's uh uh, good, but you know, man, I'm a, I'm a men-on-card guy, though, so it kind of hurts my heart to open <laughs> opens up the, but we'll allow it with this. Thing.
3: Good news is we have plenty of men-on-card plastic sheets, so <laughs> we'll we'll open them as we need to. But, yeah, this will be fun. You know, the WCW Galoob line, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but you and I did enjoy that line as younger people and uh, have enjoyed them on into the future. I think there are much... Uh, maligned slash underrated line of action figures when it comes to pro wrestling. I, I do feel like some of our favorites are always underrated, such as the Rimco line we love, but even the Rimco gets props. I feel like the Galoob line, unfortunately, doesn't. You know, yeah, we're looking so. at you, Jericho. Yeah, what's up, Jericho? But anyway, you know, the good news is is Shane Martin is here with us. We'll talk all about the Galoob line, and we'll also talk about his version of the Galoob line, where he has basically decided that he's going to remake all the Galoobs as guys that are the undercard guys. They're the carpenters. They're the enhancement talent guys, you know, and he's going to take these guys and he's going to turn them into Galoob style action figures, which to me, that's just cool in itself. Self, you know?
1: Oh yeah, man. I, I kinda wanna get uh, I kinda wanna talk to him about, you know, a Mount Rushmore too, maybe include some figures in there and see oh, yeah. see his opinion. You know, I know I know it's it's fun to get the patented question from jared so how about the patented question from the plastic sheep to him this time so
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly and maybe we won't be confused but maybe we will (laughs) who knows you never know but i just say let's go ahead and get him on here and we'll go ahead and start the show you ready i'm ready brother all right we'll be right back after these messages with more from give me back my pro wrestling
2: Hey guys, this is Wolfie D from PG-13. Check out my podcast, Live and in Color, with Wolfie D, every Monday at noon. We're talking Memphis, we're talking ECW,
3: WCW, WWF, everywhere that I've been. We even have some great guests, some Hall of
1: Famers on the show with us. Every Monday, Live and in Color, with Wolfie D.
3: All right, we are back with Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. And again, we are covering the WCW Galoob action figure line with the man... One of my favorite crazy guys, Insane Shane Martin. Shane, how you doing today, brother?
0: Uh, I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good.
3: Man, it's good to have you on the show. We've been talking about having you on for a long time, even brought up this idea, and Jared was like, yes, let's do it. I'm Plastic chic. I rule the toys, so... (laughs) We got to get the toy maker on, you know, and so you're on the show, brother. We're glad to have you and just excited to talk some not only Shane Martin, but we're going to talk WCW Galoob and we're going to talk the insane Shane toy line, man.
0: Oh, yeah. First off, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. It really is. I love the podcast and everybody on it, you know, and uh, yeah, it's it's just an honor to do this really.
3: Dude, I mean it's an honor to have you and it's gonna be fun, man. Jared, go ahead.
1: Well, it's just great to have you, Shane. And I you know, I always like to I'm sure if you, you listen enough, you know what my first question to you is gonna be. And this is just gonna let everybody know kinda of your influences wrestling and who you liked, who you who you followed and who inspired you. Give me four or five of your your Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. Okay.
0: Uh Mount Rushmore would be uh Hulk Hogan. Okay. Uh Stings, thing you know back in the yeah. 80s got it yeah uh, oh
1: yeah paul, paul orndorff nice and uh and jerry Lawler. man oh you know paul well. Orndorf, we haven't heard that one enough have we jared i What's know that's really? that's uh what they call him the brandon bull or something like that was, it, was it something like that, that was, yeah was jr or somebody called him that or something like that yeah.
3: you know other than mr wonderful yeah that was his nom de plum or whatever but I yeah
1: supposedly like a legit tough guy i mean uh oh yeah yeah. There are stories of him I've heard I've heard differing accounts of there's the stories of him uh stomping big van Vader down with flip flops on. So Right. Um, that's what I heard. Beat him up with a pair of flip flops on. They Vader do. kinda Vader kinda acted like he just didn't fight back, but now I don't know if that's Yeah. <laughs> he probably couldn't. Right. <laughs> that may be true. <laughs> yeah. On. Yeah, exactly.
3: And and let's just say this, since we're talking action figures today, what a great LJN, man. That Mr. Wonderful yeah. doll is just awesome. Seriously.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it sure is. It sure is.
3: Man. Well, okay, so thank you for asking the Mount Rushmore and answering that one. Like I said, we're going to talk a little bit about your career before we get on to the action figure side. So Shane, we always start it with the Rushmore question, and then we go to this one. So your younger days, brother, where are you from? Where were you born? What high school did you go to? That kind of stuff. Tell us a little bit about your younger days.
0: Uh born and raised right here in uh, McMinnville, Tennessee. Uh nice. went to uh Warren County Senior High, which they changed it, you know, over the years. Now it's Warren County High School. But yeah, I've been right here in my hometown all my life. Nice, nice. Did you play any sports in high school, anything like that? Uh no, in high school I was hundred and twenty pounds soaking wet. You know, <laughs> and and uh no, I d did, I didn't play nothing. I think I hung out with the guys that hung out behind the behind the dugout <laughs> yeah, know, behind
3: was, the bleachers i understand yeah yeah, 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 yeah understand. that was make that hey that makes sense man you had to have those guys too you know it it, it, it equaled everything out right you know right, right so when did you first like wrestling
0: oh as far as i know i've watched it uh all my life uh i remember my mother telling me that uh i guess it was the doulaces back then back in the late 70s they yeah. would come here probably periodically and uh, I, t- to be honest with you, I don't know if I've been told this story so much that I think I remember it, or I actually remember it. But uh, back then they had a, uh, or they had many wrestling bears, but uh, they had they brought a wrestling bear up once. That, uh, her name was Ginger, and they wanted to show I guess how how good she was and how friendly, you know, to a point until she got in the ring. So uh, my mother tells me that uh, that she, uh, they, I guess they chose me. They put me on the back of the bear and they let me ride her to the
1: ring. Oh wow! Wow!
0: Yeah. And then the only is... thing I do really remember about those shows was uh, my favorite wrestler at that time, my mom says, was Bearcat Brown.
4: Okay. And she yeah. said
0: that he picked me up. Uh, he picked me up and held me over his head, and I reckon I screamed bloody murder. <laughs> Something <laughs> I remember. It scared me to death. And you know he was probably six foot six, you know. And then you're gonna hold somebody up, you know, three foot over your head, and a little boy, three years old, four years old, you know. Nine uh, foot in the air. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: man, that's awesome. Okay, so you you kind of grew up on Goulas. I mean, I'm sure you also like the stuff on TV too, right? You, you were.
0: Oh yeah, you, yeah. You know, I mean, like here, here in my area, we got everything. You know, we yeah. got we got you know Goulas or the Jarrett's. We got you know we got the Crockett's. We got you know Vince and his product. We got you know Vern Gagne. We got everything. You know, we, yeah. If it was on, I was watching it. That's
3: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We would randomly see all kinds of stuff, but we didn't get the Memphis stuff. We didn't get the Goulas stuff, unfortunately, but oh, man. Would, <laughs> would have loved to have seen it all. You know, you know, right. I mean, if we could have, we would have watched it. It was going to be. Oh hard. yeah. Well, okay. So, you know, that may have been technically your start in wrestling, but tell me a little bit about how, you know, cause we're getting to a point here now where we're trying to see. So like you're, you're already kind of got your start. Cap Brown's held you in the air. Is that, I mean, <laughs> When when did you officially get your start in wrestling?
0: Uh, I started, let's say, well, of course, I watched it all through the 80s. You know, and I, I grew up in the 80s. Oh, you yeah. Know, so as you get a little older, you know, I kind of got out of watching it, you know. Sure. Uh, it's just, Absolutely. And I hadn't done nothing. I played music for a little while. And then after that was over with, uh, I was in GNC one day. A good friend of mine uh, was a manager and he was, we were working out together at the gym. Yeah. And actually his name uh was Chip. He's best friends with Reno Riggins. Oh, okay. And, uh,
4: okay.
0: A buddy of mine came in that I I worked uh at uh Kroger's with about right out of high school and uh he had been training. And he asked me, he said, "Shane, he said uh he said, "Oh, you interested in some side work?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I'm always interested in side work." And he said, "Now this pays uh hundreds, to 150 bucks for 5 or 10 minutes work." Whoa. And, I, and, I look, yeah, and I looked at him real funny because he was a, a police officer at the time. Yeah, I said, oh, now, is this legal? You know, because I've never done nothing in <laughs> 10 minutes for 100 people. Yeah, hold up.
3: on. What are we doing here? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, he said, it's a uh, professional wrestling. And I looked at him and then uh, my buddy Chip, like I said, Reno's buddy, kind of laughed, you know. And then uh, the guy looked at him and said, what's up? He said, look, he said, you're going to get in there huh, and you're going to make five to 40 bucks. You know, i was gonna he, he say talked, yeah he laid it all out for him and it made <laughs> yeah. my friend mad
4: yeah I'm it sure. made
0: him mad and he's like yeah well, whatever you know he's like well Shane, if you're interested to come up here to you know told me where to come to friday night and we'll talk and uh, he left and uh i went up there that friday night and uh i met uh his trainer which is troy Eaton. yeah and, okay uh, troy, troy talked to me and uh, troy shot me a price to train me and uh that's just where it all took off dude that's awesome. And, you know, that
3: you ended up actually making, we'll talk more about that later, but one of your very first action figures was was to the guy, Troy Eaton, you know, to yes. your man. So, okay, yeah, I was going to say, bro, I was about to be really pissed off if you were going to tell me <laughs> that you made that much starting out. Literally, I was going to hang up the phone right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to be I blown thought,
0: away. I probably didn't make 150 bucks the whole six years I worked. <laughs> you
3: know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, some of the guys we had to work for. right, unfortunately yeah I understand that (laughs) trust me I get it I was a manager so they were like they were like okay we didn't have anything left over here's a hot dog so yeah yeah. so okay so you're obviously you were trained by Troy Eaton
0: how did that go ah well I remember you know first day you know never been in a wrestling ring in my life and uh climbed off in there and the first thing Troy told me was uh you know of course he's having fun he's loving this Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, he said, uh, OK, I want you to uh, take a bump. And I I had no idea what he was talking about. You know, I'm like, OK, well, what's a bump? He's like, you got to fall down. So uh, he kind of, you know, told me how to do it. And I took a bump and I racked my head, you know, off that canvas and seen stars for five minutes. <laughs> and, uh, and then he helped me up. and He said, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, put your chin on your chest. Oh, OK, thank you. <laughs> you know, so they, they done that, you know. And, uh, so I, I'd, I'd bump and I'd bump and he, you know, I remember him telling me, uh, man, your bumps look great, but you're, you're too slow. You're too slow. You know, you got to get faster. Yeah. I really didn't understand what he was talking about. So I told him, I said, i tell you what you do. I said, and, and I remember telling him this, I said, I'm going to feed myself to the lines. I said, I want you to hit me with a clothesline and knock me down as hard as I need to bump. And he said, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm all for, he was eating that up too. And uh, he hit me and uh, believe me after that, I learned how to bump quick wow yeah <laughs> yeah and, but you know after that it was it was it was a click I'm like okay you know i got this now and as far as the back bumps yeah i was ready to bump when it was time to bump
3: <laughs> that got you there right for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's awesome <laughs> yes, sir.
0: so quickly tell people
3: a little bit about troy man if they don't i mean i know most of our listeners are going to know about troy eaton but tell
0: everybody a little bit about him man troy troy was a great guy he sure was he wasn't the biggest guy in the locker room. But man, he could work. He was probably I don't know five foot eight, two thirty. But uh, yeah. he could get around, and uh, of course, he always did the eating gimmick, and he always, you know, worked it as he was Bobby's little brother. Right. But, uh, right. But he never pushed it. You know, he never. You know, they never announced him as Bobby's brother. And He'd do the Alabama Jam and perfect. I mean, I've had him do it on me, at, you know, a hundred times, and he'd never hurt nobody. Yeah. And, uh, he was. He was. He was all around great guy. He sure was and smart. You know, and he had a little temper on him at times. You know, and uh, had a tendency of calling real, real low in the ring. And if you didn't have a good hearing, boy, he'd get mad at you. you know? <laughs> but, uh, but other than that, I man, Troy—he was—he was—he was a real good guy. He sure was.
3: I think I met him, but I, I didn't get to know him. But I always remember guys when they would call spots or call Iggy's, and it's like, ng, 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 you know, and you're like, yeah. what? did you just say and they just told yep. you everything you know and but then the, you see people on TV now I think the botchamania even has a thing to where they even say like you're too loud like some people are just like blah 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 yeah. duck down close <laughs> Yeah, line. I, think they, no. I think they heard that in the front row yeah exactly
1: <laughs> and they just right, say right.
3: you know There's, there's that's a lost art for sure show right. you know and maybe they just think they can because the crowd's so big so who knows Seen, Cena
1: they, do that a few times yeah.
3: oh man Cena and Char- I just saw Charlotte doing it the other night on SummerSlam, and it was just like, wow, she is talking so much right now. So, <laughs> but, but anyway, tell us about your first match,
0: man. Oh wow, my first match, scared to death, you know. And because uh, when it comes down to it, my training—I hate to go back a little bit. In my training, you know, we only had time to train like maybe an hour before the matches, and uh, so sometimes, you know, Troy would show up good, you know, pretty good, and then and we only worked uh, once every two weeks. So there was time, there was like, you know, we trained for like three weeks straight and then we'd miss like three weeks. And then mm-hmm. we're done this and this was, and this was like, uh, I'm gonna say spring, yeah, spring of 97. So by the time we got up to when I started, you know, it, it was a, you know, I started in November of 97. So there was quite a bit of time there, but you got to think how much training did you actually get in between there?
4: Yeah. So yeah. Actually, when I,
0: when, yeah. When I, when I was, when I got in the ring, I, I myself, I didn't feel I was ready. Yeah. You know, but we were running my hometown, so you know you can put you know asses in seats. Right. You know, so uh, my first match was uh, and I'm gonna tell you his gimmick name, and you may know who it is, and if not, I'll let you know. Of course, was uh, Psycho Sam. Yeah. It was man, it was. Uh, I loved it. I'm like, who am I, who who have I got now? And I remember him telling me, you got Tony Falk under a hood. I'm like, <laughs> wow. You know, and it was I was so nervous that uh, I remember Tony telling me to take you know, snatch your arm. I snatched his arm, and all I did was hold it. I would ring it, but I never would bar it. And uh, yeah. you can ask Quentin Charisma or any of them. They'll tell it the old arm ringer. That's what they call it, <laughs> the old arm ringer match. You know, they ribbed me about that for six years. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awesome. It really was. I, I mean, I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> <you know? Yeah. laughs> but, uh, but it was great, though. It really was.
3: But, dude, to start out with Tony Falk's alter ego, that's huge, man. Not many people can say that. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, that's amazing. So, real quick, and, you know, I've got a special request here from one of our, you know, favorite listeners. He's also one of our favorite YouTube channels, Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. You know, talking about Brian Turner, he just requested to talk about Jammer.
0: Jammer, yeah, Jammer. I love him to uh He broke in about four or five months before I did. And, uh, but man, we rode the road together. And, yeah. uh, he just, well, we were a perfect tag team, actually. You know, I yeah. thought we was anyway. You know, they ended up splitting us up for some reason I, could, I couldn't even tell you why. Yeah. But, uh, but, but, man, Jammer was great and he was, he was that good. He really was. You know, he just, awesome. he, just he, was a, he was a natural talent. You know, yeah. and Troy, Troy trained him too.
4: Oh, okay. And it, Very-
0: it was actually, uh, just to go back a little, it was Jammer's brother. Uh, he's passed, been passed for a while. It was his brother, Vandy, that actually was the one that, uh, you know, I told you to ask me if I wanted to job, you know, come up to wrestle. But yeah, it was him. and So it's kind of like all three of us was a clique, yeah you know, or outside, you know, outside the ring anyway.
3: That's awesome. And then, of course, we've got Monte Carlo, who recently came on as an advertiser for the WMF Medium Rare YouTube channel, and got to throw some support there. If you haven't followed them yet, go follow them now. Of course, he wanted to bring up when it was really awkward being your manager because you basically wouldn't talk, and you, your whole gimmick was you couldn't talk, and you 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 basically couldn't listen. I mean, it was just like you were something totally different for him to manage, where he had managed other guys, and he was just talking about how interesting. Y'all's interactions were starting out. Talk a little bit about the WMF.
0: Oh, I l I loved I loved working for uh Brian Cheatham. You know, he he always treated me fair and we always had great matches and we always had uh great buildings, you know. I think we ran or they did one Grants, building in La Yeah. Uh, when all the grands that was probably my favorite, actually, the big indoor soccer field. Yeah,
4: it was
0: great. And, uh, man, it was it was an awesome building. But I know we yeah. had to leave at certain times of the year because uh and of course they playing soccer. Sure. You know, so once we ended up in a in, in an old garage in uh in Laverne, Tennessee, <laughs> and the floor it, it was funny really every time somebody would, you know, get tossed out of the ring, nobody would take a bump on the floor. There was so much grease on the floor, everybody's yeah. landing on no. their feet. You
4: That's know, it hilarious.
0: was it was great though. And actually that was the first place that uh when when they split me and Jammer uh uh H C W did, uh they wouldn't work as against each other. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they thought that me and Jammer hung out constantly outside of the ring, and people would see us. Yeah, because you, know, you know, kayfabe was still you know pretty big then. Oh yeah, and, uh, and I would try to convince them that they didn't. No, we don't. You know, I, I wish we could, but you know, I worked full schedule, and he did you know his thing. And uh, but Brian Cheatham, I can honestly say, I went to him one time and said, Brian, you know, will you, will you bring Jammer in for me to work? And uh, he had he had him there the next week. That's awesome. Sure did. Yeah, yeah. That's- loved, loved working for him. No problem. Never had no heat in the dressing room. Just a uh, all around. You know, yeah. It was, it was a real good show. It really was.
3: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, we had two requests for questions, and they're actually two of my favorite YouTube channels. So I'm glad we got those in. But Jared, you've got your question. Go ahead.
1: So, Shane, uh, I always like to, I always like to know too. Like, do you have a favorite match you can remember that you were part of? Like, is it just one? I mean, if, if there's two, go ahead and mention them both. I know it could be a Uh, question, but
0: I'd say my favorite match. And, uh, now that I really think about it, it has to be me and hot rod did a barbed wire match here in McMinnville one time. Oh, nice. Sure did. And that was the only time I got a title shot from him, you know, (laughs) and uh, man, it was, it was, uh, it was a bloodbath. I mean, he looked like a fountain time. We got Mm. done, you know, and, and what I liked best about it was, and I remember my mother was in the audience and she hit the roof. Uh, I'll never forget. He hit me with a fireball. You know they don't call him Hot Rod for nothing. And yeah, he hit me with that fireball, and she come unglued. I'd say that match, or uh, the matches that me and Jammer had when uh, my last three matches with Porter. Oh, uh, actually, my last three matches in the business uh, working Jammer. You know, I wish him. He and I could have done more, but be, yeah, it's either him or, uh, or the Hot Rod. Oh that's awesome.
3: Yeah, I mean those are no brainers, right? I mean right, such right. I'm sure you had great chemistry with both and and both great guys. So Yeah.
0: If you can't have good chemistry with Hot Rod, then you don't need to be in the ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean he no. was, was sweet, perfect. God, such a great!
3: He was great wrestler and a great talker, just all around. Just he had the he had it, man. He he was it, and and he knew how to get heat bigger than
0: anybody, man. He was <laughs> yeah. the king yeah. of that.
3: So anytime he ever put me over for getting heat, I was very appreciative of that. So yeah,
0: right. I remember he told me one time. Uh, I was real green, and we was working in Petersburg, and uh, he hit me in the back with a chair. Yeah. And uh, it and it hit me high and it caught me on the shoulder and bruised it pretty bad. Yeah. And uh and uh here me being green, you know, most greenhorns would've you know, complained whatever, you know, I you know, of course, it didn't bother me none. I never said a word about it. And uh he told me and and I never really thought about it, but he told me years later that uh once he realized he knew he knew he'd done it as soon as he'd done it, you know, and he apologized and stuff. I remember that. But he once he found out that he'd never heard nothing, you know, no backlash. That yeah. uh, he said that right there earned me more respect, you know, with you, you being that green and you never complained. I'm That's like, nah, awesome. you know yeah. I'm not gonna complain about it. That's you know, it's this ain't ballet, right? Right. Right.
3: Exactly. You know, (laughs) elements of ballet are good for the footwork, but other than that, nothing else is like ballet. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So anyway, so I kind of, I'm getting an alarm here. I don't know if y'all hear this. Oh, wait, it's the plastic chic y'all. The plastic chic (laughs) has just arrived. Oh my Uh gosh. We we are officially in trouble now, y'all, because when the plastic sheet comes in, all he wants to do is talk action figures. So (laughs) with that being said, kids introduce him.
4: I can figure.
3: Well, all right. When the kids say it, that means we're talking action figures on Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. Let me start out by this. Ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would love to welcome to you the plastic chic Jared Street.
1: And it's funny I don't I don't sound any different, but uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna try I'm not gonna try anything uh, um, to make myself sound any different. But you're, you're killing the gimmick, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you just look at my basement. I live the gimmick, so it's yeah, uh,
3: yeah. You do. We, we're doing a hard pivot here, listeners, but it's gonna work. I promise. So go ahead, Chic.
1: <laughs> so Shane, can you tell me about like when you? You know, first got into collecting action figures, or what? What I mean, your 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 fondest memories, maybe, of action figures, I guess.
0: Well, let's see. It's it's. I guess it's kind of unique, really. Uh, you know, as a kid, you know, back in the '80s, you know, we collected, but we didn't collect. I don't think anybody collected just to collect. To take care. You know, of play. To you know, we play. to play with. The play uh, exactly. So. so of course, I had uh, a few LJNs, but uh, mainly the uh, the Iron you know, the AWA rim, pole figures. Oh, those are the and, best. You know, I yeah. had probably not all of them, of course, but uh, the biggest, you know, the biggest part of them. I had the ring and all that stuff growing up. And then, uh, after, uh, I grew up, I gave them all to my nephew. I wish I kept them behind yeah, I gave them all to my nephew. And, uh, it's kind of odd really, but, uh, I never even started collecting at all really today until I started releasing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, sort of the, uh, the first figure I come up with, well, actually I was sitting around and I watched that, uh, the, the, the latest documentary on, uh, Adrian street. Oh yeah. yeah. And I uh, man loved it, you know, and then I thought, Hmm, I never even seen a street figure. Let's look it up. So I looked it up on uh, eBay and I yeah. seen where he was selling them himself. Yeah. And uh, uh. so I ordered, I ordered two of them, you know, and he signed both of them and the real good guy. And I talked to him and uh, I got to looking at it one day, of course it's not articulated too. And, uh, man, I just I fell in love with the figure and I'm like, man, I want to start releasing yeah. And then and then I was thinking, well, uh, but I don't want to, in, or collect, them. that's what I want to do. I'm sorry, start collecting, but I thought, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not any better than anybody else, but I want to collect something different, yeah. you know, and, uh, and I thought, well, you know, what do I want? You know, and then I thought, well, my favorite style, even though uh, this is going to tell my age, even though I was too old to really be buying them and collecting them, because nobody collected them, you know, at that age. Right. Uh, the the Kaloot came out in, what, 1990? Well, 1990, I was 17 years old. Yeah. You know, and I don't think there's any seventeen-year-olds collecting toys. You know what I mean? Oh.
2: Like, yeah. you know, but I but, yeah. I,
0: but I had a few. You know, and uh, I thought, well, I want to, I want to release guys that uh, either influenced me to get in the business or helped me out while I was in the business. Yeah. You know. So and and that's why I started out. Well, the first one's got to be definitely. You know, the guy that got me started has to be. You know, Troy. Yeah, yeah, it's great.
2: Are you ready to fight? Then step into the ring and take on Sting! There's me and my rival, the nature boy rick Flair, and there's a total package Lex Luger, plus more WCW wrestlers with their own ring and cage, the only place for
3: the ultimate drudge match! Sting's
4: flying into the ring! Watch Lex bounce off the ropes. Oh no! Rick climbed the pole! Sting comes back with the body slam!
1: The WCW wrestler's ring and cage, you put it together. Figure so separately from Galo.
4: I
3: DARE ANYBODY TO TAKE US ON! Since you're wrestling right now, Mr. Luger, I figure I'll put the whammy on you and give you a clothesline! I bet that hurt real bad! Maybe you'd like a punch! Not even I can believe how much fun I've had playing with my world championship wrestling galoob doll. But now it's time for the old one, two, three.
4: <laughs> oh, Uncle! go, i so.
3: Uh, how, 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 how. <laughs> ah, uh, ah. I'll never put the whammy on you again, Mr. Luger, I promise! WCW figures from Golobe? are you ready to fight? So anybody that's read what the show's about today, obviously we have insane Shane Martin on, but the whole point of the matter is, is that we get to talk about WCW galoob action figures. Now we're not the same age, but we're similar in age. The galoobs kind of came along late for me too. I was starting to notice girls more and less worrying about action figures, wanting to consider myself cool more. But I remember this kid on the bus. And he had two action figures. He had a a Brian Pittleman and he had a Sting. And oh my God, they looked so good. And I was just blown away by those action figures. And we didn't even know they were out up until this kid on the bus had two of them. And so obviously Jared and I were like, okay, we still want some action figures. Jared's a little younger than me, so he was still, you know, It was still still in the game, still in the game. And so we went out and got a few of them. I don't know the total amount of them, but we did get the WCW Galoob. So I'm going to read a little something and then I'm going to shut up and let the sheet take over here. So WCW Galoob is based off of a toy line that was made for the world championship wrestling. But the company that made them was a company called Galoob. And so Galoob was founded as Lewis Galoob Toys Incorporated in 1954 in San Francisco, California, and was reported to be the third largest largest toy maker in the U.S. at the time of its acquisition by toy giant Hasbro in 98. It was led by the Micro Machines, Pound Puppies, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and several other major toy lines, such as the Star Trek franchise, Alien, Babylon 5, Predator, Terminator, Star Wars, and even the A-Team. But the main important line that we love about the Galoob line is obviously the WCW Galoob line. And Sheik, why don't you start talking a little WCW?
1: So, kind of, I want to start just kind of with, the you know, they break them down into kind of two series and it's really series one, which is the U S series. And then series two is kind of the UK series uh, from everything I could find. They didn't break them down any other way. And, you know, if I'm talking along the line and you all think of something like kind of, I was thinking of trying to think of why didn't they make this person? Why didn't sure. they make this person? Yeah. Uh, if Shout them out. If you think of somebody when I'm going down the list. So the U S first released 1990, you had Arne Anderson, Lex Luger, Rick Flair, Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner, Sting, you had Barry Wyndham, Brian Pillman, you had Doom, which was Butch Reed, and Ron Simmons, Sid Vicious, and Tom Zink. And yeah, I think that's the series one. Now they did have two packs with like Doom, Sting and Luger, Flair and Arn and the Steiner Brothers. Was uh was was the Dustin Rhodes was that UK or was that American? That, that's I'm pretty sure it's UK exclusive from everything okay, I could okay. find.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure too.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's kind of you know, odd to me. It looks like Dustin would have been like a right. Yeah, um, well you know, but you know ahead, I sure.
0: I had no idea that there was even a UK uh, versions of them until recently because yeah there's yeah. a and I'll give them a shout out. There's a Facebook group called WCW Calute Geeks
4: mm-hmm, yeah. and
0: uh and and it's based in the UK. And, and they yeah. have and i was looking at those and they have heck, they had three or four i mean it was the same figure they had three or four different paint schemes for steam right. you know they had a luger that had all the uh, the, the robes you know and, yeah. all, and the big josh you know and all of that the
1: you know the matt born matt
0: Bourne oh, yeah
4: and, and
1: yeah yeah i mean News, on, they are,
0: these are amazing there. yeah right right
1: yeah yeah they <laughs> uh they had some they had some uh different ones I was free also birds. going to include the free yeah. birds. I, I was going to ask a question about the free birds since you brought them up. I don't remember them personally. I was younger, I guess, but I don't remember them personally having that face paint on that they have in the Galoob figures.
3: Yeah, I don't either. Exactly. And it may have been a one-off thing teaming with sting
1: or maybe. I, I don't you know, know, but it was like, they have like this almost like lightning, like. Face paint on their on their around their eyes or something like that only yeah yeah and I I just never remember Jimmy Garvin or Michael P S Hayes ever having
4: right,
0: that right I remember seeing those too and I thought they were uh, customs you know I mean I knew they were yeah you know, I some blue figures, but I thought of ones I'd seen I thought someone had just painted some you know some face paint on but I've never seen like you know like you I've never seen them do that you know that that gimmick at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead and go over the UK line, which came out in '91. From everything I've been able to find, so you had Arn Anderson. You had a. They were more of a um, like reddish trunks, and and the other ones were red with white on them. Uh, then you had Barry Windham. Uh, you had Brian Pillman, I believe, in like a blue like trunk, like almost like a blue like tiger trunks. Yeah. Okay. Um, then you had the Luger in the robe, like his entrance gear. You had Sting in like the coat with the the black coat with like the pink frills. On, I just know? call it
3: like the Sergeant Pepper
1: jacket. Yeah. Sergeant like. Pepper. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had Lou Grew flair uh, Steiners with a different print, uh, Ron Simmons and Butch Reed kind of look the same. You had Sid vicious in a different getup. You have the, the free birds, uh, Jimmy Garvin and Michael Hayes, and you have big Josh as Matt born or doink the clown. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You have uh Dustin Rhodes is a UK exclusive. Ellie Gonte. Which looks gigantic, which it should be compared yeah. to the rest of. Yeah. 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 Right.
4: And he,
3: he's got his arms up, which is weird, but, you know, I guess that makes him even taller. But, even taller. You, <laughs> you know, one of the, the things that always kind of bugged me, and maybe I'm saying this a little early, but one of the things that always bugged me, but it kind of tells you where they were maybe going was Doom wearing sweatpants versus like I would have rather have seen them in the hood and then maybe out of the hood. And then with the sweatpants on, it felt like they were actually just Butch Reed and Ron Simmons at that point. You know what I'm yeah, saying?
1: Right. But, and, and they don't list... I think... Do they list them as Doom? In they the, do, yeah. They list them as Doom. I was talking about just the single packs. Oh, okay. Right. That's what I was trying uh, to I think the single packs was just, uh, their shoot names.
3: I'm pretty sure. Okay, great. gotcha. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Now, uh, getting to them, there are some of them, and I have a Butch Reed like that. I'm looking at him right now, who have Nike swooshes on their tennis shoes. Huh. But I... F- <laughs> But I think Nike sent a cease and desist on that. Wow. Because I've got a Ron Simmons that has just plain white tennis shoes.
3: Oh, man. He's got the Reeboks on.
1: Yeah. He's got the old man sneakers on. Yeah. That's what they look like.
3: they all, right. He needs a little green grass from mowing the yard in them and stuff. On. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the figures, and I know you're going to bring this up, Jared, because you're right. in a similar state right now, is the Arn Anderson, you know, bald spot. Yeah. The the my spot <laughs> yeah you know, my spot my spot you know that kind of thing I've got a couple impersonations that I like to do one of them is the Arn Anderson my spot and then the other one is Jimmy Street is going crazy tonight will he get the victory who is that Shane
4: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I I, I, I can put my finger on it but it's thank on you. the tip of my tongue but I can't do Th- it. thank you barbed match oh <laughs> hot rod. Yeah, yeah. I'm not oh, talking
3: fast God. enough. I'm hot rod as a color commentator, not as a
0: color commentator. You hot to rod, slow rod down a to
3: you best, you? Yes, Jamie <laughs> Street. Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. not great. It's just one of mine.
0: So, well, <laughs> well now, now that you mentioned, you've done a pretty good job of it. I just, well, just broke me off for a second. I, mean, I can think who is that
3: yeah i appreciate that shane you're you're too kind but obviously <laughs> the one that i always wanted that never i don't think got made the only one i think is owned is jared you can tell them who it is but the it's, one that i would love that the hat. ricky morton
1: the, yeah the ricky morton that I think Matt Cardona has it. I mean, last I knew, he had it. So, yeah. uh so he, he had said, that, and uh, the Scott Hall as the diamond stud. So, yeah,
3: yeah. So oh, the wow. Ricky Mortons found its forever home. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I it. Would, I think it would take a lot for. Yeah, it's a. Uh, but it, it looks good. I mean, uh, you wonder, like, because he's got the rock and roll gimmick on. You wonder why was he ever planning film? to maybe make a Robert as well. I mean, or he doesn't or, have the short hair though. He has the long hair
3: in it. He's got the full-on mullet. He's got everything. And I mean, it just leads to me to thinking of like, let's talk real quick about some of the guys that they should have made that didn't get yeah, made. Right. I mean, like the Midnight Express. Yeah. I, I mean, dear God, that line screams, "We need the Midnight." Now I know the Midnight's had kind of left in '90 after a dispute. So, but Bobby Eaton stayed behind. So hopefully they could have at least made a Bobby Eaton. But maybe Bobby wasn't down the line. I Tracy Smothers, Steve Armstrong, that would have been incredible to see. You know, I mean, Stunning you guys. Have, Steve Austin, dude, Stun. I mean, Rick Root, all those guys. But I mean, it was, you know, talk a little bit about some of the guys that you think should have been made.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they yeah, you're right. I mean, I agree with everything. You know, they missed the ball on so many of them. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm like, even, you know, like you said, even, you know, the Midnight were on way out or whatever. They could have done, you know, both of them, you know, and, and Cornette, too. That would have been awesome. Incredible. You know, yeah. a lot of, there's just, I'm not like, you know, what happened? What I, mean, I don't know if they were going for, okay, well, we're going to get them in the next series, you know, or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, but just, I don't, I don't know what happened to that, but it, unfortunately, it, you know, unfortunately it never happened and it should have, that's for sure.
3: And I mean, we, you had Sting's rookie figure, Luger's rookie figure, but at this point, like Ric Flair already had a Remco, you know, and the Freebirds already had a Remco. So if you think about it, they, they're two figures in, and it's pretty cool. Go ahead, Jared, you
1: were talking. No, I was going to say, um, when was the Dangerous Alliance? What What's the time frame on them? Is it like That's what I was? It might have been but, a little after, but
0: because yeah, I there's, I could be wrong. I think that was around maybe 93.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I just I know there's a Galoob commercial with uh, Luger oh. and Paul Heyman in it. Yeah, so they'll I, have I just heard figure, that. So <laughs> I, I was I was trying to think like, wonder if there was ever like a poly dangerously Galoob in the thought, but they didn't. I don't know. It's it's. I don't have. Uh, sometimes there's not great information on all that Galoob had planned for it. Uh, like I've heard a lot on. Um, you know, Hasbro and LJN and everything like that, but I haven't heard as much on the Galoob side of maybe what was down the pipe um, right. besides the guess, besides the unreleased figures.
0: You know, as far as Galoob, of course, they're just playing off of, you know, hey, you know, what wrestlers you want me to do. You right. Know? Yeah. And, uh, I think, you know, of course, you know, people's mentioned it a lot. You know, WCW, they've missed the ball for a long time of uh, merchandise. Oh, totally. You know I mean, there's. You know, okay. I, mean, I mean, I'm sure they done good with the glues, but there was like, you know, like we just that there was, you know, not knocking anybody that they did make. Everybody deserved it, but uh so many more. I'm like, you know, where's these guys? Right. You know, let's let's get these. You know. Yeah.
3: I mean, yeah. I'm imagining a Dangerous Alliance would have been incredible, man. Can you think of that crew?
1: I mean, they the Zabisco, you know. Zabisco, and, yeah, yeah, and well, the Road Warriors. They had, I mean, I don't. I guess they were in WWF at the time, but I was. Well, they were. It was a weird time for them. They were like back and they were forth. everywhere. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
0: I think a lot of it might have been, uh, you know, some of the guys like, uh, well, I mean, I'm just gonna say Sabisco and you know, in general, like some of the guys, their their gimmicks, you know, or whatever uh, wasn't very toy headed. Sure, you know, so, sure, yeah, you know, like oh well, why we won't make this guy because this is just you know Terry Taylor, you know, or something like that. You know, there's no, right. there's, no, there's, no, there's, no cartoon, there's no cartoon here. You know what I mean?
3: Right, right. It's a good point.
1: Yeah. A lot of people are fans of the Brian Pillman, I think, because the trunks are so different. Yeah. I think right. I've, I've heard a lot of people speak highly of the Brian Pillman over the years. It looks um, like him too, you know. It so, does yeah. look like
0: him. Oh, uh, that's that's amazing, you know, the the uh you know how how precise they you know they were with the head sculpts and all that back then. I mean, even well, I mean just to jump to another line for saying the rim I mean nineteen eighty. You know, I mean, and some of those head sculpts, you could ride at them, by I mean, so and so, so and so, and so and so. And you know,
3: and you know what's that. funny is Steve Rosenthal thought they were they were horrible. And we yeah. actually, when we had Steve on, I don't know if you've listened to that episode, Shane, but if you haven't, go back and check it out. But we talk in depth about, you know, how he got Ric Flair, how he got Road Warriors, you know, and that kind of stuff. And we kind of put over the head sculpts, and he was very down on them. And I think he's looking at it from the perspective of, I've got this Power Town line now, and their head sculpts are probably some of the best going today, in my opinion. And, you know, looking back at that, you know, I can see where some of them are off. I mean, Animal doesn't look exactly like Animal, but you get it. It's Animal. But, I mean, it's I thought the Rick Flair was good. The The Larry Zbyszko was great, I thought. Maybe the best one. I mean, yeah, Rick Martell like was good. Greg Gagne was good. I mean, there were several of that Remco line that looked really good, you know. so
1: Kurt Henning, if you don't think of him as Mr. Perfect, if you think of him as before Mr. Perfect, it looks identical yeah. to him. But right. if you think of him as Mr. Perfect, you're like, oh, I got to you going to take a minute to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, I mean,
0: like uh any, you know, old school wrestling fan, you know, hand him a galoob and say, Who is this? you know, I guarantee yeah. you, even though the head sculpt like even the Rick Martel, you yeah. know, it didn't look just like him, but you know, you can look at that, bam, that's Rick Martel. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that's this you know, that's Jim Brunson, you know. Yeah.
3: Now okay, so obviously one of the guys I thought about that could have been made and would have been an incredible action figure in Galoob was Vader, you know. Oh yeah vader
1: would have been awesome was that a weird time for him though was that was he in (laughs) japan and stuff
3: yeah again it's a weird time you know i know there was also because the the Galubes were kind of like the shrunken down ljn and by this time i don't know exactly when the hasbro line started but wwf is doing the hasbro line i was sitting here trying to think of who were the guys that have a galoob and a hasbro and i can only think of two Technically,
1: you're but, wrong then. Go, but go ahead and name them and I'll tell you.
3: Well, the two I can think of are, of course, gante that mm. with the giant Gonzalez, and Sid. I can think Flair. of oh, Flair. Oh, dude, you're right. My favorite wrestler of all time. And I, Luger, <laughs> Luger,
1: Luger, Luger, duh. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm wrong. Um, Matt Bourne has one of each. Good point. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sid has one of each. I said Sid, didn't I? did oh, I? Oh, mean, you did Sid? say you said, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Steiner's Steiner's have one Steiners. of Steiner's. Okay, I'm horrible. <laughs> and, if you, and if you talk about the, if you talk about the unreleased, you've got uh, Scott Hall has one of each. Um, yeah,
3: yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I'm kicked off the show.
1: <laughs> kicked off the show.
3: Y'all take over, guys. I, I, Sorry. I
1: think that's it. though I think that's it because you didn't get any kind of. Did they make a Tom Zink? No, they didn't. Never mind. I no, swear.
3: they didn't. Yeah, he was the Can Am Express real quick, but yeah. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, now,
1: I was gonna I was gonna mention to you all the um, the fourteen inches. The, they had four of them: Lex Luger, Ric Flair, Sting, and Sid. Um, I was thinking you were still talking about Tom Zink there for a second.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank God he was. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs>
1: uh, oh man, uh, yeah. But those are uh th- those look really good. I mean, like they 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 upscaled them and they um yeah. I don't really
3: yeah. remember those though. and It's such an time. odd size and such an odd style. I mean, it, they look good though, for sure. They almost look like that line. What's that line from Japan that WWF had? It was oh, like the a, star
1: toys, the star y- toys. Yeah. Yeah. Those they were almost, real. Those were kind of <laughs> the hair on those star toys ones are like. I don't know. Like I could see like, uh, warriors. It's just like a big Afro. Like, yeah, it's not like, good <laughs> hair or something like that.
3: Have you ever seen those before Shane?
1: No, I've never, I'm not familiar with them. Yeah, man. Yeah. Seem seemed like uh, you said Japan, but I was thinking maybe just Europe. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I might be They're, really they're weird. very hard to find. Like if you find one, they're usually four or $500 at least. Wow. wow. Yeah, and that's, just and that, yeah. and that's probably in not great condition either. But, but just,
3: wouldn't you say about fourteen inches tall or so?
1: Wouldn't you oh think? yeah, every bit of. And yeah. they had the yeah, they had the. Um, I wonder how they chose those four though. I guess they were the four. Yeah, kind of guys at the time they were trying to you know in the in the heavyweight.
3: Say them again. Tell the nation. names of them again.
1: It was Luger, Sid Vicious. Uh, flair
3: and sting got it yeah that makes sense i guess you're probably thinking of okay like you know we think we're gonna have sid for a while even though we don't you know and then you've got flair who's a staple and sting who's a the franchise and luger has been there forever so i mean those are those are pretty solid four choices maybe you you could have gone pillman instead of sid but i, I don't know man I, I don't i think those are four strong choices for that again a weird line. I don't know, you know, what, what'd you think of him,
0: Shane? Uh, well, as far as uh as far as see it, I think, well, in my opinion, it would be just because, you know, his look, he got, you know, the classic look, you think of, uh, a pro wrestler, seeing, he's got yeah. that perfect feel, yeah. you know, he's, you know, of course he's huge, but you know, he had that wrestling wheel oh, totally. he had that, you know, that look, you know, I think they thought that that right there would be, you know, that's, that's the kicker right there, you know, I had <laughs> him for sure. Absolutely, I say
3: it all the time If you were to draw, have somebody Just draw a pro wrestler It could very easily come out looking like Sid You know So right. it's Sid In my opinion, Sid Or
0: 1985 Era Rick
1: Flair I mean, oh, they yeah. had that
0: perfect build Oh like yeah they were, that's, that, that's the body, you know,
1: of a professional wrestler I, th- I think modern day I've always heard, I've heard it said And I agree with it, Randy Orton Is like, Randy, if yeah. you get, if you could have, he's like six, four, six, five, like leanly muscular. I mean, it's like, he's not like overly muscular, but he's like, he's, he just got, I don't know. I just think he's the build today. I guess it is.
3: Yeah. That's Uh, a good point. Yeah. I agree. He's not like Cena or Steiner or some of those guys, you know, he's not overly muscular, but he's, he's enough to wear a svelte. Is that the term I'm thinking? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 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 But yeah.
1: So, so let me, let me mention some of the unreleased, um, figures right quick. They have an unreleased Black Blood. Uh, the executioner gimmick kind of thing.
3: Okay, yeah. okay.
1: I don't I don't really remember that gimmick that much. I mean, I kind of got a little bit of flash in my head, but I don't really remember that. Who was that? Do you know who that was? Black Blood. I'm, that's
3: a good question.
1: Keep talking. We'll I'll keep see talking. what we can find There was out an unreleased about. Butch Reed. I don't know what's kind of different about it um, hmm. than the unreleased... Diamond Stud, which I think Matt Cardona also has that. There's a Jimmy Garvin where he's got his robe on, kind of strutting. Um there's an unreleased Luger in like a kind of different outfit, like a different pre-ring outfit. There is an unreleased Flair in his like red robe. Oh man, I would have loved to have seen that. Oh, that's a, it's a nice figure—an unreleased Michael Hayes in his pre-ring robe. Then, man, that's of course, the one they
4: should have went with to begin with. Yeah, hey, there yeah. you go. <laughs> they have Ricky,
1: Ricky Morton, of course. Um, there's a Tom Zink, and I think I've seen the figure. Maybe Matt Cardona has this again, but he's got like orange like boots or something like that on, and maybe and- orange trunks.
3: Does this mean there were like a picture made of the figures? I,
1: I, I, I can send it to you. Yeah. Some.
3: And then, by uh, the way, the Black Blood was played by the man that fought Hercules at WrestleMania 3. He know, was
0: famous. say that, but I didn't want to be wrong. I mean, it's gotta Billy, be. I'm pretty sure that's Billy Jack Haynes.
3: Billy Jack Haynes. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. You know, okay. uh, I'm not for sure on that, but I'm pretty sure that he did that gimmick at that time because of uh i think he was under investigation for uh maybe uh, and i hope i'm wrong but i've always heard that he was under investigation for some murder charges and uh he was really you know that billy jack haynes was not going to be Billy jack haynes he's going to be told to somebody else
4: oh uh,
0: wow uh, and yeah. knowing billy jack you know if you've seen any shoots for him within the last 10 years or whatever man he's a maniac, that's for sure. He's a little you know, he's, odd. Yeah. yeah. He's out there. He you know
3: And his yeah. laugh throws me off too, that he <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing, you know <laughs> Oh
0: <laughs> his looks, I mean I haven't spent a he's my fan first shoot, I don't know. Uh, I watched a shoot with him one time, they called it the bomb show because he's always been to drop his bomb show at the end. You know, and his whole hair, of course, it was all white and it was vein cut. And I'm like, man, if, if somebody hadn't told me that was Billy Jack Haynes, I never would have known in a yeah. million
4: years. that he I Yeah, that's
1: crazy. Oh, and PN News, that was an unreleased one. I think maybe he was coming with, it was either him or Black Blood, I think, was going to come with the ring is the only way you could get them. Then there are some unreleased, and maybe you've seen them before, Shane, there are some Galoobs that have like movement in their arms, at least, and they kind of. I've like never really, rim- I've galo- never seen them, but I have heard about them. You know, I'm like, man, those ain't
0: Galoob. I mean, I know they are, but I'm like, man, I gotta have, I, I gotta have my non-articulated. You yeah. know, that's my, that's Galoob to me. You know, right,
1: right, yeah, yeah. These are, are, they almost look like a cross between, like Hasbro and Remco or something like that. Wow, that's and right. it's they're I'll, again. I'll send you this. It's got they got Sting vicious both steiners flair luger and i think that's it uh or at least that they have pictures of on this uh but it's it's amazing they were you think i guess they had some more plans and maybe maybe the sales weren't good enough or maybe um just you know i know there was some fluctuation in management with wcw and Maybe that just led to the ultimate downfall too. Um, yeah, I've always wondered that too. I mean, sales.
0: I mean, they have all these plans and then nothing, you know, or no more than what we got. And I'm like, you
1: know, what happened, you know? But it's like you said, there could have been management, you know, or anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's definitely a, a, a wonder why. And then of course they had, you know, wrestling rings. They had one with um, one that had sound, and then one that maybe didn't have sound yeah i think that's correct and the maybe the sound one or the not sound one is a uk exclusive i can't find that for sure and i'm sure people are like oh it's this And am sorry I, i'm not <laughs> I, I couldn't <laughs> find that information but yeah they, so they i mean they had a good amount of stuff for you think one series really here and one series in the uk there's a lot of stuff out there uh, maybe they oversaturated maybe they should have spread it out a little more and they could have Maybe had a couple more series. I don't know. I would have loved to see like a Dusty Rhodes. Oh man, right? Yeah. You know, if I if I had Terry to, Funk, maybe you know. Terry F- oh, oh Terry yeah. Funk. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to think of like uh, again. Love to send to Tully. I know Tully wasn't with the company at the time. I don't think and couldn't get couldn't right. basically get re- rehired. There's just so many. That you you would love I to see you, that, I would have loved
0: to have seen a uh, even though you know it was you know after the fact but a uh, Magnum TA I would love oh to have seen a Magnum and a Ronnie Garvin you. too I mean Garvin, yeah. we might as well start throwing
3: everybody out there honestly because <laughs> what we'll take a boogie woogie man Jimmy Valley. I'll be happy yeah. maybe that's something you need to look into brother but you know
1: <laughs> yeah right right yeah I was just going to ask you Shane since we're deep into talking about these what's your Mount Rushmore of these galoobs? Oh, of the, let's see, I'd have to say uh, Sting.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, uh, of, the, of the, you talking about the existing gloops, correct? Of the existing uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sting, you know, Flair, uh, Sid
1: Vicious, and uh, probably Scott Snyder.
4: Yeah, all those right. are good
1: ones. So I'll go ahead and give you all mine, even if you don't want them. <laughs> but I'll take <laughs> Brian Pillman in the, in the Cincinnati Bengal trunks. I'll take Sting. I got to go Arne Anderson just because he's – one of my top two favorite wrestlers my spot <laughs> my spot i'll take him bald spot or not i don't care that's
0: what
4: i was yeah.
1: gonna say bald spot or no bald spot yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think i want bald spot actually because i feel like he yeah it, yeah so, yeah so i actually feel like i want it and then um sid's an awesome looking figure i'm gonna have to go see it i think
0: the only thing uh which i mean i'm sure that was his gear of course but the only thing i wish was different on sid was uh i wish he would have had just a trump on totally you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah if I, if, that's a it's a good complaint and yeah, you exactly. know that uh that thing you were speaking of earlier the one with the the, the jacket with the friends and stuff on it the yeah. first time i ever seen that i thought it was a custom I I thought, man, somebody's made a really cool, you know, group styles thing. And then I, of course, joined that group, you know, I was telling you about it. And they're all, you know, it's all over. And I'm like, well, maybe it ain't a custom.
1: I've never seen it before. It was beautiful. I really like the big Josh figure. I've never had it, but it's a pretty cool looking figure. And, you know, Bat Bourne was an incredible talent. I watched that Dark Side of the Ring uh, about him recently. And he was an incredible talent, just had some demons in his life. I mean, Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good-looking figure too.
3: But. Yeah, I totally and,
0: agree. Yeah, and that you know I agree. think that Big Josh figure is probably the most highest-priced selling, reselling. Gotcha. The, yeah, I think you so. Find Big Josh with with the axe handle, and they say, "Man, you you know that's that's some money right there."
4: <laughs>
0: that's yeah. awesome.
3: Well, while we're giving them, I'm going to give you mine. So mine, of course, is Ric Flair. That's probably the top one. But I got to go with that Sting and that Brian Pillman. I would have never known about either of them. If not, I do love the Arn Anderson, but I got to go with Barry Windham. I really like the Barry Windham figure. It was a little different, you know, but I liked it.
1: My complaint about Barry is the kind of the way they have his ponytail. It almost looks like he doesn't have... Long hair, hair
3: or Yeah, it's like shorter right. hair. And next time y'all get a chance, look at the Scott Steiner. Tell me it doesn't look like Cena with a mullet.
0: It probably does I tell well, since we're talking about that, uh the uh the UK exclusive of Luger with the with the robe on. Yeah. And uh I to me it, you know, just cause, you know, he, you know, has a nice robe too, is a uh, he it reminds me a lot of uh LT Falk. Oh yeah, it does. It does. I can like, see that. You know, it's yeah. awesome. I'm like, LT had a figure before he was even born. You yeah. know.
3: <laughs> yeah. Now that would have been one with the computer chip that talked, right? Because LT, <laughs> he's a promo guy for
1: sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he sure is. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome, and and, right. and and just so I don't forget it, they also had a collector's carrying case, which every toy oh. line basically did back then too. So yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah you had to have something to them around then. Mm-hmm.
3: Definitely, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, you know, I always, you, you know, the LJNs came with that cartoon style it was like cartoon based and that's what always led me to have the theory that the early ljns were based on the cartoon if you look yeah. at some of the face sculpts and stuff of, of there but when it comes down to it though you know the the wcw were, were strictly based on the guys themselves which is cool and you know i hate to not throw ricky morton in but i don't know that he was ever in mass consumption ability i, I think he was just a painted prototype right he, he never made it to yeah. market
1: that i think anybody knows about he's only like there's only one or maybe two of him and i've I've only ever seen one yeah
3: yeah to, to add him on my list of course he would be on there if he were available but i, I just feel like that was a little too much to put him on mine so
1: yeah. shane uh while i'm at it how about your mount rushmore of other wrestling figures non galoob
0: uh i have to go with uh uh Remco, to be honest with you. Just to, be okay. way, to be honest with you, I, I don't know much past, you know, that, or, actually the glue. Like I said, I was 17 by the time the Galupe come out, and I uh, never really collected. Now, they got some nice figures today, of course, but, uh, those, that, like, say you go out and buy some today, you know, don't changes to change the subject at all, but, uh, and uh, these figures got all these extra hands and heads up yeah. That, that, that kind of weirds me out, <laughs> to be
4: honest
0: with <laughs> you. really does. I'm like, man, I just don't understand that. You know, you got Hulk Hogan with four heads. Both right. different, you know, facial expressions and you got the number one and the and, you know, fingers and all that This yeah. <laughs> just kinda of weirds me out. But I have to go with Memphis an and that would that was definitely be, you know, Flair, and then, you know, the Road Warriors, you know, everybody said, Yeah, I gotta say Road Warriors for sure. Yeah. And then I'd say, Yeah, I know it's kinda of odd because it's only half the tag team, but uh I'd have to say uh just my favorite, one of my favorites of course was uh Wild Bill Earl. Oh,
3: yeah. Okay.
4: Oh, yeah. He ain't blind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he wrestled George Weingroff one time, and George was getting the better of him, and he yells
0: out, He
4: ain't blind. He ain't blind, I'm telling you that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, speaking of the Remco's, they were you know, of course, they were all pretty much the same, you know, body frame, except mm-hmm. for, you know, like, I uh, remember the Scott Holger one. His, you know, he had the same upper torso with everybody else, but his legs, I remember, were uh, shaped just a little different. Huh, He's
3: in okay. uh, the rest of them, I remember that. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, you had, then, course, well, you Vanderbilt had two body R- styles. Yeah, you had two right, body styles. Right. You had the Abdullah body style or the Terry Gordy or whatever, and then you would have the Road Warrior, Ric Flair kind of body style. So it was like, right. He-Man body style or their own kind of, I guess you want to say, like fat guy body style, <laughs> even though it really wasn't, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like
0: you said, the Abdullah, you know, it was completely different than anything, but it wasn't really a fat guy. You know, right, it's just it just look like he you know just never been to the gym. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, know?
3: exactly. Yeah,
0: and then of course the Baron von Raske, you know, he had of course it was just like the other ones that he had the claw hand.
3: Yep, and he had to. That was a no brainer. Had right. to have yes. to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. You can't give him the claw hand on like the pig.
3: Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Shane, it's funny you were talking about earlier though uh, the the all the extra hands and everything like that. My son, little Sheik, I have to. I've got him trained. When when he opens one of his new figures, he hands me all the accessories, and I put them away for him because <laughs> good, of like these, these. These are the valuable parts.
4: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
0: one uh, uh, question for you, Jared, real quick: uh, Do you open yeah. your
1: figures? I don't. You don't? Oh, I don't. Yeah, I have to open all
4: of my, I, mean,
1: I might have. I don't. I don't. Them, I now, if I do open them, I'll buy two. And open right, one, right, right, right. There you go. And keep one, but I rarely do open them, uh, just because I don't know. It's like, I guess when I really found out that people collected figures, everybody like the, the real collectible ones were mint on card, and I was like, right. crap, I had to open all these figures all these years. But
0: yeah, fact, <laughs> we just look back,
4: somebody have told me years ago.
1: Yeah, I've got a nice so, yeah. little uh, like hanging display of them still in package. So uh, that's that's kind of where I've adopted, but, but I have a huge opened, you know, collection from, you know, the older, the LJN, Galoob, Hasbro, stuff like that, Remco figures, yeah. so.
0: Plus, he I has a young child, back, so. Yeah, <laughs> I, hindsight looking back, but, uh, you know, every one you purchase, like you said, buy two of every you know, box one up and leave it open, or, you know, leave it, fill yeah. up and let the other one breathe. Yeah, yeah there you go.
3: <laughs> if you can, <laughs> if it's in the budget,
0: sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't even do that these
1: days, though, yeah, like like i watch I've watched uh you know Matt Cardona open up some like really old like I mean he opened up the mail away Hulk Hogan Hasbro oh, wow. figure, which is probably a five six seven hundred dollar figure, just ripped it open, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: wow
1: that's uh, that 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 shows you got more money than <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Let's just say He, more might, he has for.
1: two or three of them though, too. I mean, like it's
0: yeah. That's yeah. he's probably got he's probably spent a million dollars on action figures at
1: least. Oh, at least, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. Wow.
0: Yeah,
3: guys, do we have any more to say about the Diloub line? Anything else we want to talk
4: about?
0: The uh, only yeah. thing I'll say is, uh, or for myself is, uh, I only have one today. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, and that is uh, the Sting, of course, probably the most popular one. But uh, I really like to use it uh, in pictures, but like when my when my new stuff comes out, just to show the comparison that these are all, you know, these are still five inches. You know, they look pretty much like this one here, and it just it does it makes a good picture to see, you know, what you put out sitting next to it, you know, Sting. Yeah, know,
4: like first figure.
0: It gives great perspective with your action right. figures compared to them, you know.
4: Right. Um,
3: Correct. I like that. ladies and gentlemen welcome one more time to the give me back my pro wrestling podcast and back one more time my old buddy jeremiah plunkett what's up plunky how you doing today
2: buddy hey buddy always good to be here hey man
3: always good to have you how's
2: the nwa treating you Treat me good. It's always a golden opportunity to be there, man. It's a highlight of my life. Man, that's awesome.
3: I'm so proud of you, brother, and I pull for you every time I see you on the show. So, you know, back in the day, man, when I borrowed that whole booklet of DVDs from you one time, out of that whole booklet, what was your favorite stuff to watch?
2: I don't know, man. Like, you know, I grew up on the big two, so obviously there was a bunch of that. And then it kind of graduated to to Memphis wrestling. But I think when I... When I got to the 2000s, when I got a little bit older, I found out that independent wrestling was a thing, and I started consuming that as much as possible. (laughs) In fact, there was just one. Oh, man. It's like a cult classic. Most people probably would not have heard of it, but it was called the Wrestling Mayhem Federation. They ran in the 90s some, but I didn't discover them until the 2000s. Me and my buddy Chris would stay up late, and we'd watch the local college channel, Comcast Channel 10, if I remember right, and... Actually, some people that you might know and that you have told about were on that to get this kind of getting their start. I mean, Quentin Charisma was there, who ended up being my mentor. Uh, Mikey Woods, who ended up being the guy to train me. You know, was like Mark Gordy, Kevin the Thug Jones. He could go off on a crowd like no one else. Hot Rod Biggs was there, former guest of the podcast. You saw a lot of guys like in their element. And it was a really... uh really niche thing, but it's super entertaining,
3: man. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's called the WMF. I found them on YouTube recently. WMF medium rare channel. I actually reached out to the show's producer, Monte Carlo, who was actually part of the show himself. He had a French <laughs> filmmaker gimmick or something like that. What I will say about it is I do know the gimmick was awesome, but what's even better is the production level on these videos that he was making, man.
2: Yeah, man, he was doing a lot with a very little, um, Um, and I think the show ran for roughly a year and it had run like five nights a week so no matter what, me and Chris would be on the phone and we'd be watching it and we'd be talking to each other it had its own vibe about it, man
3: just absolutely great matches y'all gotta go check out the WMF Medium Rare channel on YouTube today, starting September 1st, they're posting the whole final year of WMF on the YouTube channel and I just wanted you to come by and help spread the word for it you've gotta click subscribe and hit that notification notification bell to make sure that you're notified.
2: That's right, man. Yeah. Just go to YouTube and type in WMF Medium Rare. And remember, Jimmy, that's not raw. It's WMF Medium Rare. Rare. Rare Rare Rare. So Shane, I've seen
1: uh, you know, you got you got your toy line, your your galoob ish I guess we'll call them. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, so they, they, just- they, 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 they match up. They match up pretty nice. Why don't you talk about the the guys you've got that you've made so far and stuff like that and kind of your start into it.
0: Okay. Well, let's uh, say my first one was, of course, was Troy. You know, I had to start with him. You need to pay respect, you know, for of you know, my and his family. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the second one I released was, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him or not, I was watching. Uh, I just found it on, what was it? It had to be YouTube. It was a guy out of uh, from Ohio. Named Magnum C.K. Hmm. And, uh, hey. man, he he's brilliant. You know, he's uh, I think he's back in the business doing some stuff, but he got hurt and quit. And he did a full document on his career. And I've never seen the guy work or nothing. And, uh, man, it just, it blew me away. You know, I'm like, wow, this guy, he should have made it. You know, he was yeah. that good. Okay. And I think he, he hurt his back. And he went in, and the doctor uh, had diagnosed him with uh, spinal issue. And so he you know, he took all this time off, but I reckon he's cleared and he's doing some stuff. Now he worked a lot with uh I don't know if you're familiar with it, it's called uh absolute intense wrestling, AIW. I've and heard of the name.
4: I've heard of it, yeah.
0: Of it, yeah. And I've I definitely Cardona, seen a documentary before. Yeah, yeah. Matt Cardona was champ for him so he may still be. You know, so that's he what it Okay, but uh yeah, him, uh I I reached out to him and I told him, you know, what I wanted to do. And uh he said, Well, yeah, sure, you know, and I told him how my deals work. And uh, he gave me full permission, and we done that one. And then the third one, of course, was uh I had to do Reno. You know, I contacted Reno, and Reno was way up for it, you know. And uh, we done that one, and, man, it turned out, you know, I'm very, you know, very satisfied with all of them, actually. And then, of course, the last one I did so far, or the current one, was Randy Hogan, you know. And Randy, man, he was tickled to this, you know, to get a chance to have that figure. Of course, I let you know, all the workers, you know, I let them, you know, this is your figure, you can sign it. You know, and Randy wanted it just like this and like this and boom it come out, you know, like uh, Reno, he told me, he said, uh, I don't care how you do it, I just I want my balls geared. You know, yeah. so we made sure so I went with like a probably a 94, 95 head sculpt. M C W era. With, with,
4: yeah.
0: With a ball hit with the balls geared. And yeah. it, and it turned out it turned out great. And and he had talked to me, and I still wanna do it too. He wants to do a, a Stephen Dunn. Oh so, great. Said, Yeah, yeah. Said, we'll make that happen too. That's gonna make that happen too.
3: Yeah. Complete with Haunted House, by the way. I've heard he lived in a haunted <laughs> house. Oh <laughs> yeah,
0: I've always heard I've always heard that too.
3: You, that'll be your first accessory, so is Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's a great idea. I love that. You know, you want to probably complete the tag team. That would be great. You know, so you know, you're talking about the wrestlers you made so far. I've got to know, like, who are your wrestlers that you want to do next? I mean, I know the Tony Fox coming up, and who, who are some of the guys that you have on your list? And, and you don't have to spill all of them. I know you want to oh, keep yeah. some of them as a well, surprise.
0: But yeah, I can spill all of them except for one because man, it's gonna. Uh, hopefully you know you know it, it making a lot of people happy uh of course tony tony's, tony's actually finished we're just waiting to release uh, okay in yeah. in september uh and messed up uh, actually right now we're working on uh George South and man i'm 100%. I'm so tickled to do George you me know? too yeah and uh yeah. and I told him i said, when i when I talked to him about it he said uh can I do any anything i mean you can do anything George and he said what well, I want to do today I want George south today you know that gray beard, you know the gray goatee, you know, and all that. And uh it's and I sent him I sent him the head sculpt, a picture of the head sculpt the other day. And uh he texted me back and he said, Man, when I got that, he said I had to pull over. He's driving down the road when he got it. He said I had to pull over. It looks so great. Yeah. He said, Thank you you know and uh, yeah. So I got George next.
3: Now, talking about George, obviously, we just had him on the Wolfie D podcast. We put the action figure over. We're happy to help you with that. Thank you for hooking that interview up, brother. You know, you you actually helped us out with that. We'd been wanting George for a long time, and 99% of the time, Wolfie has connections that can get him, but for some reason, we were never to ma- able to make George happen, and you were like, hey, you want to get George? And I'm like, yes. You read my <laughs> mind, so thank you for the hookup on that. But one thing I will say is, you know, George, to me, is, you know, he's so happy but george was actually one of the guys that was mentioned to be working with powertown talk a little bit about that if you don't mind and we don't care if you you know say things about powertown that's fine
0: Uh, well uh here's way uh i I reached out to george uh, a long time ago or i've been releasing but i reached out to him and said hey you know i'm interested in doing a feature and he had told me that he was signed with powertown yeah and I said, okay, well, that's fine. You know, thank you. And I look forward to, you know, getting it, even though I don't like, you know, all, the, all these accessories, but, you know, maybe it won't have to mean But, uh, so, I, you know, I don't know, you know, a period of time went by and I reached back out to him and I said, Georgia, uh, you know, any idea when this power town, you know, figures coming out. Cause I had no idea how many restaurants they had under contract and all that. Man, and when he was- at me, yeah. He told me, he said, buddy, he said, uh, they got over 200 under contract. He said, and and they're coming out, you know, in these series, and it's taking this long or whatever. He said, let me go with you. Yeah. And I said, uh, I said, are you sure you can do that? I said, are the contracts exclusive, you know, because I don't want to get in drug or and step on nobody's toes and yeah. all that. And he said, well, let me talk to Magnum. He said, and then uh, I'll get back to you. So uh, he, you know, day or two later, he got back to me and Magnum give him, you know, Magnum like he slid him out of it and give me his blessing, you know, and all that. And so uh, he just said, okay, let's do it. And you know, I told him, you know, exactly what's they gonna look like, and he he was more than happy, you know, more than happy to go with
3: it. Yeah, he's tickled. He really is. He's excited because you know somebody like George, as great as they are, he is that equal humble. You know, right. and it's amazing to me that the guy is so genuinely humble he reminds me of the guys we talked to on our show right Jared he's just like yeah. so real and so just real like he's sent me probably five or six how's your mama doing because my mom our mom she and my mom just had back surgery and he found out about it and honestly he has texted me like five or six times asking how she was during that whole time and yeah he's just such a good dude so I'm so happy that you have teamed up with him to make that action figure. I'm I'm excited for that. Do you know when that pre order is gonna be?
0: Uh I'm hoping Let's see, uh there was one thing about the head sculpts, well it really wasn't nothing major. He wanted to bring the bandana, you know, a little further down. Sure. And uh, okay. he was he was actually worried that uh that was gonna, you know, uh be a problem. I'm like, okay. George, nothing is a problem. Right. You know, mm-hmm. this is your figure. Yeah. And uh so the head sculpt's basically done. I'm hoping to have uh, the, my manufacturer guy. I'm hoping he'll have the full body done within a week or so. Nice. And, uh, other than that, I'm hoping within within the month, I'm hoping the pre orders launch.
3: Nice. Well, you know, of course, let us know. I'm sure we'll see about it. We'll definitely put it over for sure on the show, you know, to make sure everybody hears about it. And, you know, uh, he was talking about how he was impressed by your attention to detail because you wanted a high res logo of the NWA logo that he has on his jacket or mid Atlantic or one of the two. And you know, that kind of stuff. I think he was really impressed by your attention to detail on that.
0: So. Yeah. It was the, uh, it was the mid Atlantic, uh, two little round patches that are on his boots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right in the center. And, uh, I just want to make sure we get it as close as possible, you know, And, uh, I told him, I said, you know, what, what is that? And he told me. And so I Googled it and found the picture and sent it to him. I said, is this it? And he's like, yes. I said, well, we're going to do it then. And his jacket, uh, which I'll probably be a few copyright infringements on that, but I'm going to go with it anyway. He's got like a, he's got some Batman logos. Uh, he's got a Spider-Man logo. And of course, you know, and I think he's got the uh the Dallas Cowboys uh, star. I'm like, Well we're gonna do it all. I mean, what are yeah. they gonna do? I mean it's you get work, a cease so and desist you're doing something right. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. And, and by the time they find out about it, you know, the pre order be over, so what can they do? Right. You know, so and, and the back of his jacket, man, I have sent you a picture of it. the back of his jacket, I don't know where he got it at, but it's got like Wahoo, it's got blackjack Mulligan all in a big collage. And all that, and we're gonna try our That's best awesome. to get all of that. You know, all of that. He's he's a walking tribute. He's, he's, he really is. I'm a I'm a walking tribute. Yeah.
3: Okay. So, is there anybody else other than George after that? Who else you got?
0: Oh or, yeah, yeah. After George, I got uh Jerry Calhoun. Oh you know, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Referee. Yeah. 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 I, I I reached out to him, and I, and he you know, I think he was, He was very humble about it. You know, he's kind of like, yeah, if you want to, because you know how you know they're like, oh, dude, who, want, who wants a Jerry Calhoun figure? You know, right, I'm like, trust right. me, we want Jerry Calhoun figures. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the one after that, I'm gonna keep that silent for a while because that nerd's pretty gonna, you know, really, really do good. I mean, I think you know the people's gonna love it. But yeah, after yeah. him, and I, man, I can't wait. I don't want to rush none of these because always I'll tell you, you know, my favorite one is probably my next one. You know, no okay. matter who the next one is, it's sure. know, my favorite. That's but uh, a hot, yeah. uh, hot rod bigs. Oh man, gonna, oh nice. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to do the hot rod. You know, he deserves it for sure. And uh, you know, definitely, just that that's going to be perfect. You know, and the only thing he asked me was, he said, "Can I get an accessory?" You know, and uh, I'm like, "Sure, Rod. What do you want?" You know, he's like, "Well, uh, either you know, he uh, you know, for a long time he come out with a stop sign, right? You know, or something like that. He said, "Can I get a stop sign or a folding chair?" <laughs> you know. And uh, of course, we haven't come to, you know, which one we're going to do yet, but it'll be, he'll get one of them. It'll either be the stop sign or the folding chair. That's for sure. Dude,
3: that is incredible, bro. He's The first one with the, you know, and let's go back real quick. I want to talk to you a couple things like the Randy Hogan. I love that one. That's a classic. I think he's got an eight by 10 that he signs of that. And he comes with his robe. He's not the the current Randy that basically does Hulk Hogan, the random Hogan, but he's going with the old school Randy. Hogan, the guy you saw on WCW TV and stuff. and But you got the chest hair like that. That was crazy. I thought that was a cool touch. I love the Reno. The Reno looks like Reno. What can you say? The Vols deal, you know. Now, are there two Tony Falks? Is that
0: true? Tell us about that. Uh, yes. Uh, what we're doing is we're having a huge, uh, well, uh, I don't know if you've seen the ad on Facebook. Yeah. But uh, we're doing, a, it's called the Big Falcon Figure Release Party. Okay. It's uh it's gonna be at uh Music City Toys and Collectibles. It's oh, in yeah. uh, Watertown, Watertown Tennessee. Yeah. It's uh Saturday, when is it? Uh September the second, you know. Okay. And uh of course I, I did my regular release and then uh the guy that owns the store, Chad, he wanted to do a boy Tony.
4: Okay, very cool.
0: And so so yeah. uh, very limited. So I think there, there's gonna be twenty five of those. He'll have those in store for sale. Okay, well, uh, I've seen pictures. You know, they're all done. I haven't, you know, we haven't received them yet. But man, they look awesome. They turned out really good. Yeah,
3: that's awesome. And the Tony figure you've got, I love that one because the 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 image that you use—that's the Tony yeah. fault, you know—that you would you wouldn't want to do. That that's such a great image, you know. I love that.
0: Right. That's yeah, that's one thing. I uh, you know, as soon as I decided I wanted to do a Tony and got permission, I asked you know them, you know, hey, which 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 one you want me to do, and they didn't mind. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, uh. I could do the Tony that I wrestled with, but no, nah, let's go back. Let's do the 80s, you know. So yeah. I found the, you know, the right there, slightly pre-boy Tony, you know, right there. Just, just, to me, yeah, it turned out perfect. I'm just like, LT, send me some pictures. You know, yeah. so he sent me plenty of pictures, and uh, it just, it, 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 it turned out fabulous. It really did.
3: Well, you know, our goal with the show is to see ultimately a plastic-chic, plastic figure so maybe we'll have to get an uber limited edition plastic sheet down the line
0: someday too yeah 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 but we might be able to swing that
3: (laughs) that's that's (laughs) the that's the ultimate goal but we've good yeah we've tried to figure out how to get that the best way and i you know we're partnering with you and helping you get the word out for your your line so why not work with insane Why why not work with the best right come on you know
1: (laughs) that's right Shane, is there, um, I mean, I know you, I know you said, you know, kind of George said, well, I'm with Powertown right now. And, and then you got him, but is there anybody that you've been like, and they just said, no, I mean, just, you may have just turned you down. Um, I, mean, they, I did get a no, but it, of course it wasn't from them themselves because they've
0: passed. But, uh, and I guess it would be like, uh, probably my Mount Rushmore of who I wished I could release, but, uh, would have been Gypsy Joe. Hmm. Yeah, I wanna do it, Joe so so bad it's pitiful, but it's and I had uh spoke to uh well not spoke to her through messages uh his daughter. Yeah. And uh it just it come down to it to where uh it was either bad timing or me being too antsy on trying to get a yes, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And okay. uh she pretty much, you know, she shot it down, which is fine, you know, I understand. Maybe one of these days. But, yeah, uh, that would yeah. be a
3: great one. That that one's kind of one that I didn't think of immediately. Yeah. But that's a no brainer right
0: there, a joke. Man, when you said it, it's like oh wow. <laughs> and I and I've always said that uh if I if I ever got a chance to do that, I think it would sell better or sell more to the workers than it would the fans. I believe I the more
3: Yeah, I agree. The boys would get it as much as anybody for sure for the yeah. show. Yeah. Maybe a Chris Champion too, man.
0: You know, well, uh, I well, I'm not doing Chris, Because okay. man, they're so hard to find good pictures. You know, right. of his face. Right. But I am doing a Yoshiquan. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I talked to uh, it's one of it. You know, I don't know how many kids he's got, but I talked to one that you know pretty much give <laughs> me permission. He said it's cool to go. But uh, but yeah, I'm gonna do uh, 'cause I had him looking for better pictures of his tattoos. Okay, you know, gotcha. Stuff like that. Now yeah, if that was one you didn't
3: want to mention. I don't want to, no. you know.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I still got that one. here that, that, okay. that, that, he real good.
3: <laughs> if we hit on it, just tell us to ignore that. Okay. We
0: can <laughs> so edit that. it out, you know? So. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's good. Oh, right, and then, and the last one that I have, uh, on my list for sure is, uh, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with him or not, but, uh, uh jumping Joey Maggs. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know yeah, the name. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Gotta, but, yeah. That's awesome. I yeah, do a Joey Maggs. I remember watching him, you know, through Memphis when he was with the Memphis mafia, yeah, all of them. and then uh, and I remember it was hilarious too. And I hate to say it, but uh, he came to see WCW ran a show here in McMinnville one time at the Civic Center, probably ninety ninety one, maybe ninety. I can't remember, but he worked uh, Stan Hansen.
4: Oh, okay. and uh,
0: Stan Hansen, poor fella, he beat him to test with a yeah. folding chair. Oh like, yeah. my, oh Lord, <laughs> you know, poor fella. But yeah, but I, uh, yeah, I got him landed so. Uh, but them, awesome. I'm going to do a lot more, of course, but yeah, that's the ones I have solidified for sure.
3: Well, let me, let me throw out some names that I would love to see, especially. Okay, so I'm a tag team mark, no question on that. I would love to see a Wild Boys, Ben Jordan, oh, Steve wow. Neely. That would be great. I'd love to see a Dante Mephisto. You know, you could ultimately have three guys doing them. I mean, the Mephisto, but, you know, a Dante Mephisto, I think, would be an incredible toyetic, you know, line. I don't know what the status of things are and how things would go and if how they would sell or whatever. But two of those teams, I would love to see Wild Boys and, and, you know, Dante, the Devil's Disciples, you know, those would be two incredible lines, you know. And then maybe would there ever be an insane
0: chain? Uh, uh, the guy that does my work, uh, we've talked about it, and I send him pictures, and uh, he loves it, you know. Yeah. And uh, I send him you know pictures of the insane Shane gimmick, and then my gimmick before that, of course, was when I was tag teaming with Jammer. Yeah. and uh, of course, I they called me Slammer, you know. So I send him a picture of a man yeah. Jammer, you know, just to show that. And we had our face paint, you know, and all that. It was kind of like you know skin rollers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, basically, yeah. Right. The original face paint, that's what we've done. Uh, the guy that played uh, drums in the band I was in back in the 94, uh, 95, uh, he, he would paint us up, but I couldn't do that myself. But he would paint me and Jammer both up like the King Diamond look. Nice. And uh, yeah, he just I thought yeah, that's the look we're going to go with. So uh, yeah, I say those those may be happening in the future.
3: Man, I tell you, that's 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 some great ones. I I mean, I could see a great Quentin Charisma. I could see yeah. you know honestly. I tell you who you need to do, and I, I almost need to, you need to do him immediately. And I I can't tell you what to do. It's yours, but I would love to see a Jeremiah Plunkett. Honestly, Oh, Plunky, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if uh, you can yeah. make an overrun where brother could sell him on the road, I think he could actually do well with that, you know. I'd love right. to see a oh, plunky yeah. do an Arn Anderson-style plunky. you know, brother.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know he would pop for that, th- that, you know. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. I never thought about that, but sort sure of would. He of sure would. But as far as Quentin, yeah, definitely. I'd love to do a Quentin, that's for sure. And I'd actually, which he'll probably hear this, and that kind of spills the beans, but I had talked to Plunkett about uh getting good pictures of quentin you know to hopefully yeah. you know do, do you know do one someday and uh, that'll probably happen too. you know of course i got to get quentin's permission but i don't think of he course. would i don't think he would mind you know but yeah definitely well he'll say why first is what yeah. Quentin?
4: Why? I'll do the, yeah, quentin.
3: We'll do the, yeah we'll do the quick conversation here you'll be like hey quentin you want to do an action figure why would you want to do one about me? I mean, sure, but why? <laughs> That's just Quentin, though. But, you yeah, know. right, I mean, right. dude, I could see a Rick Reynolds as the medic. I mean, brother, there's so many guys. Of course, you want to get guys that are going to do well at the pre-order, and I'm not saying any of these guys wouldn't do well at that. And I know you have to think about, like, okay, here's the bottom line on it, you know, but right. I'm just thinking of all these guys that would be incredible, you know, and I would love to see a Dante Mephisto. I, I just makes me, you know— chills yeah, to see
0: that. I, yeah yeah you know Great i'll thing. say I'll, I'll say one thing uh as far as me releasing these and a lot of people don't know this and uh but uh i, I don't make a I, I don't make a penny off any of this yeah I, uh any any profit i make uh goes to the rest. you know royalties for the wrestler uh if anything, oh, yeah. I go in the hole at least for one figure because you know I release the ones that I want in my collection, of course of course So yeah. I'm, i am i am buying my own figure you know yeah. so but yeah i don't I do this for the love of it
1: you know I do, oh, I do, right. I do, I do.
3: that that's even more admirable
0: yeah <laughs> that's, yeah.
4: yeah thank
1: you <laughs> so do you have any uh i know you've mentioned a few of them um that you'd that you'd love to do and then maybe you'll get to do somewhere down the road, but is there like a a dream get that you like that you've maybe tried to work on getting or started the process of thinking about trying to get the, the Somehow, uh, I tell you what I would love to do would be a uh, wildfire Tommy rich. Oh yeah. Uh, oh man. Comedy. And yeah.
0: another one I would love to do. And I was actually in talks with him, but uh, I don't know if he forgot or it just didn't work out, but uh, I got in touch with James storm. Oh yeah. And talking, mm. Yeah. And I was talking with him and I told him what I was doing. And, uh, well, first he he's got a figure coming out with a, uh, I can't remember the name of the company. But uh, I'd seen the prototype for it on uh, Facebook, and I asked him was his uh, was his contract, you know, exclusive or non-exclusive, and he said he's pretty sure that it was a uh, non-exclusive, you know, so I could do it if I was interested. And so I told him what I was doing, and he said, "Well, uh, tell me how you you know how you work and uh, shoot me some pictures." And I shot him some pictures, and I told him, you know, I laid it all out for him, and uh, he said, "I have talked to my manager. He said he handles everything." I said, "Okay, you know that's fine." And, uh, I think we talked once or twice since then, but, uh, it's, it's gone silent. So I don't know if, uh, he's just so busy, he hadn't had time to get back or maybe his manager didn't think that what I was offering was enough. Cause you know, of course the manager wants a cut of whatever too. Oh, yeah. uh, so, uh, I don't know how that's going to go, but that would be, you know, that, that would be cool to do. You know, just just considering the fact that, you know, me and James started out together, you know, yeah. here in McMinnville back when he was short haired and wearing the leather jacket and the long tights, and, you know, and. Him and yeah. Rod was lighting it up every, you know, they were making it oh, yeah. every week for a year, you know. But the, but it, but they kept putting asses in the seats, you know. So I mean, why not? But yeah, James, that that's one I definitely want to do.
3: Well, now would you go with the shaved face, James, or would you go with the sorry about your damn look, James?
0: <laughs> well, I, I what I would do is, uh, I would my me myself, I would I'd like to go with the shaved face just for mm-hmm. the nostalgia of it. But sure. I was would, I would more than you know more than glad I'd let him you know hey what do you want yeah you know, what do you want to look sense. like and if, and if he said no that's up to you you know okay you <laughs> shouldn't have said that you right. know I wouldn't have done yeah. that but right. yeah, yeah but I'd give him full control over it you know just just out of respect. Of course. And that's,
3: you know, that just shows you what kind of guy you are, man. You know, I guess like, you know, because Brian and I talk about this all the time. Brian Turner and I, we always talk about, hey, this dude's a real one. You know, he's a real one or he's, you know, this guy, that guy, whatever. And, and you know, Brian, I always listen to Brian's input about some of the guests that I have coming up. And if he has funny stuff and he'll actually take some of the clips from some of our shows and he'll actually put video to them. And I mean, we've got a real thing and we've we consider you part of what we call the real one click you know, Shane, because we're all three content creators here, you know, Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, Live and Color with Wolfie D, I'm 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 covering the podcast side with Jared and Wolfie, and then, of course, Brian's got the video side and the old school videos, and then, of course, you've got the action figure line, you know, and and by the way, you know, that's not limited to just the real one click, you know, there's a lot more guys that belong to the real one click, they just don't know it, you know what I mean? So, right, right. especially a lot of the boys, you know what I'm saying, especially a lot of the guys that have been in the business and are now out or whatever. But with that being said, you know, in the ultimate goal, now I know Brian's kind of very upfront about the fact, similar to you, in that he doesn't want to he doesn't make money. He's not worried about making money. I'm on the other side of it. I want to make money from this, and I don't care who knows it. I would love for advertisers to come on the show, sign up for it. You know, I play commercials for all my buddies' podcasts because I want to support my buddies, you know. And if I play your ad right now, it's because I support you. And if you've come on it as an advertiser, I support you even more by that. But when it comes down to it, you know, my ultimate goal for this podcast is that it could support me as a job because I certainly put the amount of effort into it as a job. So, you know, with that being said, you know, Brian's kind of his thing about his, and I respect that because a lot of that a lot of those videos aren't his in the first place, you know. What is your ultimate goal for the Insane Shane toy line? I mean, because in the in the long run of things, you know, there's so many awesome toy lines right now from the Major Wrestling Pod figure line to Power Town, you know, what I consider like the independent toy makers. Then you've also got guys like Grapplers and Gimmicks and Zombie Sailors. And Jared, you can probably tell me many more, you know. What would you say would be your ultimate goal for the, the Insane Shane toy?
0: Line. oh yeah uh, well, my ultimate goal would be to be able to do this you know to to make for a living yeah uh, it really would but as far as the way you know i guess just the cost of material you know and everything of uh, how we do this but uh if i tried to to make any money at it at all i would have to try to, i would have to sell them for so high a price that uh the margins just was, aren't there yeah, yeah yeah it just it's just not there
3: well, I'm just saying because, like, I know you got your guy that he does all the work on the other side of it. You, you're kind right. of acquisitions and and your front end and back end, but he's the middleman, kind of, with the right. making of the toy. I mean, because at some point, I would imagine you you would love to not say this, but outgrow him to where essentially all yours are made at a certain factory in China for a, or whatever, wherever for made at a smaller margin that you could actually end up not maybe paying the boys more that you'd you sign on, but also paying you more to make the line. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If anybody has any problem with that, I, I don't really know why you would have problems with that because, you know, ultimately it's it's like it, one thing that kind of annoys me, and, and I won't go too deep into this, is because some people really like you to do stuff for, <laughs> for free. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love this thing, but I don't know if I love enough to support it monetarily so you know how much do you love it if you don't support it monetarily that's kind of what i'm trying to say so with that being said obviously they have to buy your figures through the pre-orders and stuff like that but it, it would be kind of nice to see that you have your you know the full-on insane chain toy line that you could actually say okay i've got these five guys coming out and they're going to be you know carded up just like they are right now i mean do you ultimately want to see that happen what where are you at on
4: that
0: yeah, I mean that would be my my goal would, would be to uh, you know these are limited runs you know we make no more than uh, what's pre sold pre order um, yeah.
4: yeah exactly yeah, was, yeah
0: uh my my goal would be to be able to just go ahead and order say three hundred or I oh. don't know whatever a certain number sure you know at one time and have them in hand and yeah. then maybe you know get them at that price. Right, you know, and just you know, and just like I said, you know, you, you turn a profit for you know the wrestler, and then you turn a profit, you know, hopefully for yourself. Yeah,
3: and there's nothing wrong with that, and I think that should be everybody's goal with something that right. they do. Again, I mean,
0: I figure as long as I'm paying in, in, in my in my eyes, as long as I'm giving the the wrestler uh, enough royalties, he's making more than I am. I'm fine with it. Sure, you know, I don't think I should be making more than him. You know, I don't need to be making. I don't think be clearing fifteen dollars off the figure in him. right of course, you know, him clearing, eight, or, you know, just, just for an example.
3: And that's you know, very definitely. altruistic of you, brother. I'll be honest. And, you know, look that word up, but I, I do feel like that's very honorable of you to do that because a lot of guys are never like, you know, the major companies aren't always like that, you know? So they'll, right. they'll sign somebody on and, you know, I'm just thinking of somebody like maybe like a, I know that the grapplers and gimmicks line, you know, with Ahmed Johnson, they gave him a big amount of money and then he was done. He didn't make any more money on it after that. So they signed, signed him on and maybe he got a percentage of the royalties or whatever, but I do know that they paid him enough to make him interested in doing it. And then after that, you know, it was, it was, it was the company's money to make. And then maybe, maybe that's where you would need to go with that. But maybe this is something we should talk about off the air. But I do like the idea of putting this out there that, you know, ultimately it would be great. I would love to see a full on insane chain toy line. I think everybody would. And I do believe that the Galoob line is an ignored line that could be something that you could actually you know carve out your niche you know this could be your right. you know because so many guys are doing the hasbro style yeah so many hasbro guys
1: are being done to death man right?
3: it really is the hasbro style's done to death i wish more folks would especially the characters that were from the era would maybe look more into the bone crunching style or ljn right. style i think it should be somewhat era specific but in your case, I like that you're taking let's just say it, a kind of ignored line. I mean, a lot of people like the line, but it's never been like the front runner for people's favorites. And I like that you're taking the Galoob style and going with it, man. I, I love
0: it uh, except for Chris Jericho. <laughs> Didn't uh, he? Yeah, uh, I think he said he was worst line worst yeah. line I think you'd ever say. <laughs> Come on, Chris, you know. Yeah, seriously, uh, Chris. But yeah, but as far doing? as far as I know, you know, I'm the only one, you know, that I've seen that uh, is even releasing, you know, the Gloop style. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, you know, everybody's doing Hasbro, and then uh, I'm not quite sure who's doing them, but uh, they got the the LJN style, now the big rubber guys. Right. You know, that's they're major calling lesson. them.
3: Right, Jared. Uh,
0: LJN's. T- In yeah, who's jacket. doing those big rubber guys, I think. They're Isn't calling that Matt? Them. Yeah, no. I don't
1: think that's, are they doing that? I don't, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I know really. I've seen. Uh,
1: yeah, I've seen I mean, I'm trying to think for sure if that was them or not. I've, I've seen I've seen well, demolition two characters, so I don't know.
3: Yeah, yeah, and they're doing right. demolition too, I think. So,
0: right. I mean, I don't know how they get away with that, but you know, that's you know, that's them, not me. You know. Right. Right. But but yeah, you know. But as far as glue, you know, and you know, nobody does them at all. You know, as far as I know, you know, other than myself, and I've even had a few customers that uh, contact me about every other day just to shoot the bull, and yeah. they'll tell you, you know, nobody does these but you. You know, we right. love the way you're doing it. You know. And the only thing we're changing is the the packaging. We're staying with the same style packaging, but you know we you like this first series we have you know the Glube you know logo on it, and we're going to get rid of that. You know it's going to be the same figure, you know for sure, same style figure. And then we've even put the you know the copyrighted WWF and WCW logos, you know, and we're going to kind of get away from that. But as far as you know, we're going to do our own look, you know. But we're going to stay we're going to stay with
1: you know of course the Glube for sure. I love it. Hey, and with the Galoob, uh, at least uh, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast can't get your figure and like break apart the movement and uh, <laughs> kind of try to kind of try to bury you. <laughs> I dare him to try you to know, break one
0: of your figures, man. <laughs> you know, I I hate to say this, you know, I've never met Matt or none of them, but it and and I hope it's just you know unlook of for the figures that they're that they're fooling with, but it seems that every time that they do a review, you know, of yeah. a figure on their podcast, they they break it. We, yeah, we were no, texting about that
1: the other day. She, is it like
0: three, three
3: or four that. at least now that he's done that too? I mean, I know the uh, Power Town, and I yeah, know the there Power was one Town. with the, 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 whoever the company that made the roadkill action figure. Yeah, that's, um, uh, is it Rush
4: or something? Rush, like
0: yeah, uh, Collectible. yeah. It was oh. either Rush or, ah, uh, oh, heck. It was either Rush or Chella which i think yeah. chela sold out to somebody to, else to rush i think or somebody but it was but one it, of them yeah they said they opened it up and it fell apart or something
4: and
3: then there was another one that he was it the godfather figure or somebody
1: yeah, yeah the the smoke train the smoke, the smoke train. train yeah
3: yeah so that's Grappler's and, that and
1: gimmicks that was yeah. gimmicks yeah. which is
3: i think but the yeah just, I mean, toys and, guy, which they're big buddies with him Well, they're big
1: know? buddies with him though so it kind of surprised me yeah
3: yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, I mean,
1: like I said, it, it could be just unlook,
0: you know, but it just, just kind of seems that the only toy figure line that they praise, you know, and everything looks great is a uh, zombie sailor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which
1: they're big with him, though. I mean, and I mean, dude, yeah, right, I right. would
3: give the zombie sailor his credit. Those figures look incredible. I mean, they they, do. Had, they look incredible. That I think there was the, what was the guy that Harvey Whippleman managed, the bully, the, bo- bo- oh, what's his name?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, he.
3: He was very he had a bowler hat and a cigar and he was very Big small. Bully Busey. Big bully Busy. That yeah. one looks yeah. incredible. They've done a King Kong Bundy, Andre the Giant, which I'm about Andre'd out on figures. I'm sorry. I love you, Andre. Yeah. I love you too, Jimmy. But anyway, <laughs> when it comes down
0: to uh, it, I'm tired you know, of it. You know, he know. he signed uh which I mean I, I I sent I sent a message to him He just asked, you know, when it was gonna be out or anything, and he didn't know nothing, but uh they signed uh Barry Horowitz. Oh so I'm wow! This. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. That's one I'm looking forward to. Too, you got to have a Barry Horowitz man, you know. And I mean, honestly, yeah. out
3: of the out of the Hasbro style, I think he does the best, even better than the Mattel, because WWE and Mattel they changed the look of the Hasbro style to a almost like you would say like a more realistic figure style for that. Size, you know, they have the bigger head. But if you look, I guarantee if you put one of those, you know, the difference, you can tell the difference. They look different, right. you know, they're not that, you know, more cartoonish look. And I think that's what Zombie Sailor's kind of doubling down on is the the more cartoonish look, you know, which is cool to me, you know.
0: But yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the way I see it. You know, they're figures and they're, you know, you want something that's, you know, toyetic. And to me, the uh, you know, if you have a head sculpt, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some brilliant looking head sculpts out there, but something that looks exactly like them, like I got a miniature undertaker standing in my arm, you know, right here, yeah. you know, it, it looks great. But to me, I want that, uh, that uh, it's even hard for me to even pronounce the word, but the caricature. Right. You know, I want yeah. something, you know, that give me a cartoony, you know, give me a yeah. cartoonish look. You know, I, I mean, I want to be able to look at it and say, "Hey, that's Hot Rod Biggs or "Hey, right. that's, you know, whoever," but, you know, but I want it to look, you know, I want that cartoon look.
1: Dude. How, how does I'm surprised that he can make Andre Yeah. like the the zombie sailor because that Andre is WWF Andre. It's not Right. It's it's not Andre from Japan or anything. Like that's a right. that's his later sure. years. That's at the end of the road for Andre. That's that's straight up Andre and
4: yeah, I don't I just, know I'm if
0: uh,
1: they can make him on, on the scale. He's making I don't know,
0: maybe, maybe nobody has seen it yet. <laughs> you know, that, yeah. that, that's that got any pull but you know, I just know that, yeah. you know, his stuff is so out there, I guess, you know, I don't know how many children he has, but I'm thinking just the one daughter, but and evidently, you know, she, you know, licensed out everything, anything that anything, you know, yeah. hey, you want not make this, you want to make that. Yeah, sure. 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 Just pay me. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I tell you one thing, not to change the subject, but we were talking about uh, uh, Jimmy Valiant, yeah, earlier, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I had reached out to him one time before I started releasing, and I was just wanting to know what kind of kind of tights he had because I was going to have one made for myself, you know, yeah. just me for my collection. And he yeah. didn't quite understand what I wanted right. or what I was trying to do. And he told me he was cool about it, though. He said, "I tell you what, brother. he said, "uh, uh give me an advancement of five thousand dollars." And you can make as many figures of me as you want. And I'm like Jimmy, <laughs> you know, I, I want to make one for myself, and that's it, you know. But uh, <laughs> that that was his fee, basically five grand, and you make as many boogie woogie man Jimmy figures you want to make. <laughs> I'm like, I just, I don't think I can recoup from that five thousand.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe if you were, uh, you know. If you if you had if you're at your end kind of where you want to be you could you could right be, like, right yeah but like right now you know no way you know I mean
0: there's no way at all I'm like you know I was just looking for one for you know the classic picture of him it's a late seventies look and he's standing there but you know he's got no shirt on and he's kind of looking up and he's got the big handlebar mustache or not the handlebar but the big long mustache yeah you know and all that and and the sunglasses on that's what that's that that's the figure I wanted to make. You know, something like that. You know, and I was just asking him about his tats. You know, hey, what color was it here? What'd your boots look like? And I guess he was assuming that I was wanting to, you know, make figures of him. You know, maybe sell them. I'm like, no, yeah. no, 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 sir. He's like, hey, what? You know, he, I'm, I'm 80 year old. He said, you know, and ain't getting no younger. And figures don't mean nothing to me. But you know, send me, you give me five thousand dollars, and you know, you can make as many figures of me as you want to. Hey,
1: I'll make the same deal with
4: you. I'm just kidding, Shane. Give me $5. About $5.
3: Shane, tell folks where they can get a hold of you, where they can get these pre-orders done when they come up, and how can they learn about the best way to
0: do these pre-orders with you, brother? Okay, uh, I have a Facebook group. It's a private group, of course. Uh, Anybody's, you know, just hit me up for a request. You know, I'll add everybody. It's uh, just search out uh, Insane Shane's World. Uh, other than that, my, my email address is uh, shamtheman73 at, uh, it's a sham. The man seventy three at gmail dot com. It's a S H A M, you know. The man seventy three at Gmail, and uh, just there, or you know, through there, or if you can search me out, you know, Shane Martin. There's probably a million Shane Martins, you know, on Facebook. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just uh, email be best, or the group, you know, the group, the group be fine. Like I said, I add everybody. Just anybody hit me up. I'm still actually waiting for Jared to join the group. What's yeah, up? <laughs> 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 Wait, I, I'll, I'll try to do that. I'll try to do that uh tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> It'll be about i I'm tomorrow. bad on Facebook, brother. Sorry. Yes. It'd be two months from now. He still hadn't hit me up. <laughs> yeah, about, old,
4: Jerry. It might
0: what's be. That?
3: I'll try to do it tomorrow. <laughs> Sheik. What's the deal? Well, Shane, you got any <laughs> shout outs you'd like to throw out there?
0: Uh well yeah, I, I just you know, the hot rod man, you know, I say hey to hot rod. You know, he he taught me a lot, you know, in the business, just you know, sitting in the back and listening to him. Uh, Chris Kearns, you know, Chris Kearns taught me a lot, you know, just listening to him and, uh, God rest his soul, Chris champion, you know, yeah. champion taught me so much, you know, just listening to him and even, you know, tag team. i tell you what, one real quick, I met him tag team once in Petersburg and, uh, he said, uh, I'm not going to tell you what music we're coming out to, but, uh, just go. And when I went out, he played the old, uh, the old new breeze, you know, the old beastie boys fight for your right to party that is and awesome. man, and that meant, that meant so much. You know, and all of that. I'm like, man, you're gonna make me cry, Chris. <laughs> you know, we're trying to go <laughs> to the ring and wrestle. Yeah. You know, but uh that and just uh to you know, you guys, man, thank y'all, you know, thank y'all so much, you know, for uh, you know, letting me do this. I appreciate it. You know, I really do, I really do. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you, bro. you, brother, for
1: coming on. It's <laughs> a pleasure to talk talk action figures with you. Yeah, oh, talk yeah. about thank your you. career as well, man.
3: Thank you. Thank you, brother, so much. And, you know, honestly, Shane, you know, it was just a, a matter of time before we had you on and we were able to talk these action figures with you, brother. So once again, just thank you so much for giving us your time. Thank you for doing what you're doing for the boys, too. A lot of guys give me props saying, hey, thank you for keeping me interested in pro wrestling. Thank you so much. And I just appreciate you, too, because you're doing about the exact same thing for the boys. You're keeping the boys' names alive. And that's just a kudos to you. So thank you so much, but for Insane Shane Martin and for the Plastic Chic Jared Street, I'm Jimmy Street. And we'll be right back after these messages with more from Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you all. I appreciate everything. And if you need anything, just call me, text me. Just uh, let me know anything you need. All right, all right, right thank you so much. Appreciate Take you, buddy. Care. Uh, you're welcome. And join my, join my group now, Jared.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm going to drive a mess. Get on it. (laughs) Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, y'all have a good evening. See you, buddy.
1: All right, see you, buddy. Okay, thanks
3: From the plastic chic, always fun to talk action figures, and fun to have a friend Shane Martin on the show too to talk about his action figures. It's always nice to be able to talk to the toy makers, the all-time great toy makers like Steve Rosenthal and Insane Shane Martin. What do you think, brother?
1: Yeah, man, it's it's a it's always a pleasure for me to talk to guys who are invested in the in the fig game. I guess I'll call it. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's great to. You know, I mean, Shane Shane's got a little ways to go before he reaches Steve Rosenthal uh, level, but 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 I think he's well on his way, man. He's he's passionate about it, and he's uh, you know got got a good start. And, and you know, I, I think he's really uh, you know trying to get guys that you know didn't have a figure and trying to you know, man, he's he's doing it like you said for for the love of it. He doesn't doesn't not really make anything off of it, so it's it's awesome to see you know, that he's doing that for these guys. So
3: absolutely doing it for the love of the game. I think we all are at this point, but when it comes down to it, I'm ready to sell out anytime anybody wants (laughs) to buy it. So one thing I will say, you know, he talked about the gypsy Joe and he said he probably went a little too hard, you know, bothering his daughter about it and stuff. But I'll say this, you know, Shane Morton, Rick Reynolds, Hey, you guys, I know y'all know Gypsy's daughter. Put in a word out there. Say, hey, look, Shane's coming from a good place. Let's see about getting a Gypsy Joe action figure because, you know, it didn't dawn on me, but it absolutely did dawn on me now that in that line, there needs to be a Gypsy Joe action figure. There needs to be a Gypsy Joe action figure anyway. And yeah. if there isn't one already, I would love to see Shane be able to make one in that galoob style. So, Shane Martin, Talk to Shane Morton. (laughs) <laughs> Shane Martin, <laughs> talk to Ricky Reynolds. See what we can do. I know these guys know Gypsy Joe's daughter, Gypsy Joe's family. Let's see what we can do about getting a Gypsy Joe action figure. Maybe Shane, it's not over with. Maybe it's closer than you think. Let's get our guys, let's get our, you know, our team here. Let's get them together and see if they can get a Gypsy Joe action figure put out. I'd love to see that. And I, I think it would be important for the collection, especially, you know, the way that he's going with things. But you know, when it comes down to it, it's always fun to talk some action figures i did realize that i maybe care more about action figures <laughs> than i act because even <laughs> though i don't really collect i mean i have a few things but even though i have my pint size all-stars of the pg-13 right here in front of me but when it comes down to it i i would just like to see you know i, I love to talk about them because talking's cheaper than buying them <laughs>
1: that's trust me that's true because uh while we were uh in between uh, talk there uh, I want to auction for uh, some Galoob figures that I didn't have so <laughs> which ones uh it's got the it's in the UK exclusive it's got I think Michael PSA's elegante uh the one of the flares that was at so Ricky Morton. Uh, uh, no, unfortunately. <laughs> Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. I wouldn't know Dustin wasn't in it. I gotta I gotta find a dust and I want one of those. So Yeah, that's cool. Are they pretty minty fresh or are they uh, no nah, they're 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 not minty, but uh I got a I got a decent deal for uh, they, but they're not—they're not like fingers missing or anything like that. So.
3: Yeah. Well, that's always good, especially on a Galoob, and that kind of tough unless somebody you know, cut them off. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, you know, and that's the other thing that I thought was funny that you brought up. I would love to see Matt Cardona take the Break Insane Chains action figures challenge and see if yeah. he can actually try to ruin this toy line, <laughs> like he's set back so many others. Thanks or so maybe much. We- Or maybe we don't want to see. No, I don't, because, I mean, that would be brutal. But here's the thing. You know, he's not the king of the death match. He's the king of the break a toy line. (laughs) He's the king of the destroy a toy line. Well, anyway, not to get off on that, but come on, Cardona, give us a break, man. But, you know, when it comes down to it, it's always fun to talk about. The action figures you enjoyed as a younger person or as a current person. But either way, Shane's a lot of fun. We had a good time with him, you know, and and hopefully you all enjoyed that one, too. We, We did take a bit of a break from the norm. But the one thing I am excited about is Up Next. Do you want me to tell them who we got Up Next? I think you should. You think I should? All right, I, I think will. think you should. Well, I'm very excited to say this, and normally I don't always try to tip our hats so much, but in this one, I'm excited. We have got Wild Boy himself, Ben Jordan, coming on. And, you know, he was previously on the Wolfie D Show with his partner Steve Neely, and we talked all about the tag teams. But there's so much more to Ben that meets the eye. And just look up his career, and you'll find out. So we'll give him the good old-fashioned give-me-back-my-pro-wrestling-style show, where we break it down from start to finish and we really give it the good once over maybe a twice over and all that and we'll learn a lot from ben but i'll be honest with you ben's one of my favorite people really got to know all these guys so well and really 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 truly means the world you know but when it comes down to it ben's one of my favorites because ben is just a genuine really good dude and you know i know you always say genuine guys are genuine and stuff but when it comes down to it on ben he's the genuine article as they say so yeah I'm excited to have that one. But y'all go look up his career. Just type in Ben Jordan on YouTube, and I, know, I think you'll see a fun match. Had a cool career in global, light heavyweight champion. Did some stuff in WWE. I mean, just all kinds of cool stuff. Really cool dude, an incredible guy, and I'm excited to have him on. And We'll have him on as our final episode of August. Jared, it's August already. can't believe Man, it. Man,
1: go goes so fast, brother.
3: It does, it does. And these shows go so fast. It feels like we just had Jeff Daniels on a couple weeks ago. And now we've got we've gone and and had so many more. But we do have a lot more planned. We have a lot of cool guys coming up. We got some great people on the list. We'll see where things go from there. But definitely gonna continue on with the interviews. Again, like we said at the beginning of the show, stories from across the street. If you are a pro wrestler and you have a good, compelling, long form story, get with me. let me know. you know it doesn't have to be as epic. I realize I started off pretty big with Kroll and the Kojima story, but you know it doesn't have to be that epic. but as long as it's something that we can get a good little show out of, let me know. we'll make it happen. Stories from across the street be looking for that soon and hopefully we can get some interesting stories out and you know other than that just going to continue you know nose to the grindstone or pedal to the floor i don't know which is my style jared but i think i'm kind of right there in the middle you know
1: i think both of your style honestly (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah but anyway everybody good your way brother
1: everybody's good man all good. right,
3: all right, well, I hope the little plastic sheet can maybe enjoy some of this episode too if if he would listen to it
1: so yeah, if, I, if i could if I can get him uh calm down for a minute to sit still, he might listen to it. Maybe, maybe- I'll turn on the car.
3: Maybe in 10 years, he'll listen to it and really say, you know, Dad, my Uncle Jimmy were on to something at that. But who knows? Yeah, we'll see about that. Hopefully soon we'll maybe figure out a way to get the little chic on the show sometime. But, you know, other than that, I don't have anything else. Of course, always go to GMBMPW on Facebook group page, Instagram, and X. <laughs> we have a we have a X page. Did you know that, Jared?
1: As long as it's not Triple X, I mean...
3: No, it's it's just single X But yeah, Elon Musk has changed The name of Twitter to X So I don't know what to do about all The promotional things I've put out there Saying Twitter So we're just going to go with Twitter right now But technically the app And everything calls it X I don't know where to stand on that But if you have a social media app that you look at Go ahead and type GMBMPW In there and you'll find our page Go ahead and give us a follow Also so please... Please, please, please. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube. Means a lot to us, really does. We may be easy to find because the sheet tells me all the stuff to do and learned a lot about how to be visible on YouTube, but a a follow, a subscribe means the world to us. One other thing, obviously, right now for this month, we have a great sponsor in the WMF Medium Rare YouTube channel. Please, go subscribe to them. I think he said he added about 10 the other day or so to the channel. That's not enough. We want to see about 100 more of them. Obviously, please follow us but definitely, definitely follow WMF Medium Rare. He's about to drop his whole final year of the WMF Medium Rare show that played live in the early 2000s and of course you hear the advertisement with Plunky and you know, you you may see the, the shows drop here and there but go definitely subscribe to that channel. He's been good to us Support us for this month. Come on as a sponsor. Means a lot to us to have these advertisers and sponsors. And means a lot to him for you to subscribe to them. It's going to be fun. He puts out interesting content. Very, very good, well-edited content. Let's just say that. So another thing that you can do is if you or your business would like to come on and sponsor or advertise with us, please do so. We're looking for advertisers all the time now. Would love to be able to feature your business as a great advertiser on our show. You know, if you're listening to the show, chances are your customers are too so let us know we'd love to help you out with that rates available from top to bottom 30 second commercial to two minute segment whatever you want we'll make it happen just shoot us a email at gmbmpw at gmail or dm one of our social media channels other than that chic that's all i got brother what do you think
1: yeah man that's good good to me it's uh Time to maybe wrap it up and go jump in the pool with the kids.
3: All right. Well, I'm going to go jump in the backyard because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have. No, I'm just kidding. No, that sounds good, brother. We'll jump in for me, too, and enjoy the day and, and just have a good one. And, again, we thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for all the support you give us. We'll talk to you next time with Ben Jordan on Give Me Back, My Pro Wrestling.
1: Don't forget. Jericho don't know anything about action figures. He just made the list. (laughs) Me or him? Him. With a tear in my eye, this is the greatest
3: moment in my life. This has been a James Rock Street production.